The opinions expressed are those of the show hosts and may not necessarily be of any company in which the show hosts may represent. The Security Box Podcast 140 The FDIC A Watchdog Group and Banks Welcome to the Security Box Podcast 140 This week the FDIC is not doing enough for banks and their security, according to a watchdog report. Two morons in two completely different articles, the landscape and more. Note, this show may contain infrequent occurrences of strong language. We hope you enjoy the podcast as much as we have bringing it together for you. The podcasted edition of the Security Box, which aired on the Independent Channel on Thursday, April 20th, is coming right up. Jared's shop. May I take your order for a username and password? The sign says Jared's shop. It said nothing about usernames and passwords. Yes, sir. Usernames, passwords, credit card information, all sorts of breach data. You name it, you've got it here at Jared's shop. Well, that sounds lovely, but I really only wanted to pick up a USB drive. Well, sorry, sir, but the USB drives come with all sorts of data, all for sale right here, right now. At the asking price of at least $100. Well, USB drives start at least at 10 bucks. I need a USB drive so that I can store some data on it of my own, such as audio book files from the library, maybe some backups of some other stuff, and if need be, I'd like to be able to send some stuff to some people, and they only have the capacity of receiving them through 
flash drives, so I need blank ones. Blank one, blank one, blank one, blank one, blank one, blank one. Well, sorry, sir, but we don't have any blank flash drives here. If we did, whatever you wanted from usernames, passwords, and more can be put on these drives, but at a premium cost. Sorry, sir. I'm not interested in that. I'll just have to find another shop. Welcome to the security box. The security box with Jerry Primer on KKNX. Welcome, everybody, to a Thursday edition of The Security Box. I'm Jared Reimer, 98.6 The Mix, and across the Jared Reimer Network. This will probably be the only Thursday show that we will have for a little while, anyway. Um, I took an observance day yesterday. Those in the know actually know why. Uh, but I did take an observance day yesterday. Uh, we did make it public, but I don't want to overshadow it. And so um, it was technically an observance day for me. No holiday. But for the next at least three weeks on Thursdays, I've got meetings. So I must try it and do Wednesdays. Welcome aboard. We've got a full house. Uh, let's go ahead and, um, well, we're not full. We've got plenty of room for others. Let's go ahead and do introductions for those who are on stage, and then uh, we'll jump right into this. All right. Well, I am Preston, come to you from South Central PA, where temp is nearly around 75, 80-ish. I don't have the current temp in front of me, but uh, I'm enjoying the day. And uh, all is well here. I'm Terry, producer of Throwback Saturday Night. Just laying here and hanging out, ready for a good show. And almost forgot, I'm also part of Throwback as well. On server two. Of course, this would be me, Nicholas Jackson. AKA, some of you may know, Nick from Santa Barbara. I have been co-hosting this show probably for a little over a year now. And he's proud of it, too. Yep. He's proud of it. Gentlemen, um, what do you think of my assessment of Nick last podcast? I, I want to be honest. I want I want a full assessment. 
Um, did you guys get a chance to listen to it? What is, do you guys agree? Disagree? Let's uh, I definitely agree it. with Nick's assessment. <laughs> yeah, I actually caught up on the file uh, over the last couple of days, and I fully agree. You awesome. Know, he, he, he pretty much is getting in this space quite immensely well, and uh, he's going to serve everybody well in this space. So, yep, uh, 10 nice. out of 10 for me. Awesome. Well, I guess my assessment was uh, a good one, Nick. I guess it was. Wow. I'm getting a thumbs up from everybody. And uh, I think we're, we still have some bugs, but you should technically be a moderator. Um, Let me see here. No, I am. It's giving me an error, even though I pushed the button. It it works. I I see it. It it has changed. All right, it it did it now. It took it a little bit. All right. So a little bit of housekeeping. Um, all clubs are now houses, or should become houses very very shortly. Uh, this happened to this network within the last couple of weeks um, and I opened the room about 15 minutes early and it has changed on how the events are going to work uh, all events are now in your house instead of in a public calendar the public calendar seems to have disappeared now uh, so those of us on club deck your control E is not going to be your friend anymore. You'll have to see any events in any of your houses that you are a part of. Um, the owners or moderators uh, can open the room by going into their house and uh, in the event list, there will be a start event button and it still works as it did before. You can start it 20 minutes before. So I started it 15 minutes before and it popped open the room as it should. And then it becomes a public room or however you set your event. The cool thing now is that we can have running events. So I could technically have set a TSB event for every Wednesday at 11 o'clock and it in theory will auto schedule um, your events but as we do here on the Jared Reimer Network we title our rooms based on the podcast and we go ahead and uh, tell you a little bit about what the topic is going to be about in the description and it also now sends events uh, notifications and sort of queries everybody whether they're interested and so I got several interested in the upcoming podcast Nick that you mentioned which is podcast 143 in a few oh. weeks oh boy and podcast 143 is May 17th Hmm. I'm sorry, 144. Yeah, One, I was going to uh, say. Uh, no, uh, hold on. 143 is May 10th. 10th. 
The relationship between ransomware and phishing. Ooh, that does sound interesting. Yeah. So we had some interests, according to my notifications. Wow. So, um... That will be program 143, ladies and gentlemen. So it's safe to say some people are doing their homework. That's good. That's a start. Uh, next week, April 26th. Yep. Dark Bit, a new cybercrime group. May 3rd. Highlights. For the U.S. cybersecurity, infra- uh, the cybersecurity, um, what is this? A strategy. Mm-hmm. And May 17th is going to be an open forum. Uh, I'm going to open it up to people to ask questions and do, but I also am going to read a portion of a letter by our provider, our, uh, the provider I use, about changes that were made to beef up security. So it's going to be sort of like what went completely wrong in this security landscape. Um, so we're going to just open it up. I'll read. You'll know. You'll know it because when I read it to Michael in Indiana, who has been here uh, occasionally, um, he. Like he could tell that I like I started busting up laughing during some of the some of this letter that you guys will hear for the first time, um, and he's like, "Really?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah." And so we'll talk about that, the landscape. We'll open it up to any questions. We'll sort of have a general discussion. Uh, it won't be any one particular topic, but that'll be our main focus. Like what not to do, but it'll be more of an open forum instead of a you know you know pointing fingers at one company or another because we he's this company isn't the only company that probably has made a lot of these mistakes, and so I don't want to point fingers. We we should. So I'm not going to mention the person by name, but we are going to sort of look at the letter and talk a little bit about what. Uh, what went wrong and why I had the issues I've had within the last, oh, call it eight years, although there have been few and far between. But I think it's worth discussing. So. Wow. That'll be the next several weeks, but that's how houses work and what's coming up on TSB for the next about month. Well, I mean, it's good for the revamp because now we know what to expect about not this house but all other assets, uh, aspects moving forward. So I'm actually excited. Um, I did convert the file. I did hear from you, Nick. So hopefully everything looks good to you. I just read it right before I got here, and yes, it does. Okay. I had to convert, and so I, that's why I was like, I gave you an hour, because it's like, I got to convert and make sure that things are looking good. I didn't really proof it, but I did 
Okay, there was one sort of look. One spelling mistake, I believe, that I found. I have to go back and check, but the word collapse, I think, was misspelled. Okay. But that's that's I'll probably spawn and go, oh crap, what did I do here? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think Yeah, one of those. One of those. (laughs) Um, okay. Before I Oh, oh, by the way, I didn't put a T-page on there. You probably saw that. I I decided not to do T-pages, but uh, before we open the file and get to the FDIC and what they haven't done, and boy, it's a disaster. Yeah. It is a disaster. What they should have done, but what they haven't done, and they should have done. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Something yeah. like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, what's go- besides Twitter? Oh, my God. Uh, oh, jeez. I think it's okay, going to be less just, than six months, uh, guys, I, because... Um, me, too. I was just reading something where I didn't publish this, but I might as well just put it out there. I have no uh, no problems with those of you who are LGP. LGBTQ. Yeah. Amen. Okay. I have no problems with you. Whatever you want to do with your life, that's your doing as long as we get along and everything's good. But apparently, Twitter has now revised their policies to protect you from hate speech, according to an article I spotted on Mastodon today. Hmm. And it was on Ars Technica. They took out a line that pretty much allows anybody to go after those who are LGBTQ with pretty much no enforcement. Hmm. Wow. Oh my gosh! Wow. I'm no. not blogging it because it's it's sort of beyond my scope of you know of you know the tech press. Right. I didn't really know what to say about it except here we go again. Um, I, that's my that's my thought. Here we go again. Yeah, me too. And so I just decided to skip it. That's just like Elon Musk getting caught with his pants down. That was funny. I gotta say, that was good. That was great. <laughs> Nick, I gotta say, yeah. that had to be the most funniest story I've heard in a while. Mm-hmm. Nick, uh, getting caught with his, in an intimate moment, Elon Musk. Oh, God. <laughs> he got uploaded to the, to the server. Oh, and wait a minute, yes. Go. I Good for I was him. Fall remember that. Studio. Remember that one, Nick. I I think I shoved it in your text messages. You did. It was the one about, uh, yeah, Tesla. The, and the cameras. The five cameras the on the Tesla. Yes. Yeah. There's the commando. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, that is that is great. But yes, I think we could actually combine the um, Twitter articles that have been posted into one little 20-second news segment, because basically they're both 
kind of saying the same thing. Both uh, multiple public broadcasters and now Microsoft are dropping them. Well, in the case of Microsoft, from its advertising platform. Good. Yes, Good I job. did see that, and I thought, wow. We're smart. Yep. I think everybody should just drop Twitter and be done with it. That's yeah. what, well, and I think, and I've said this publicly, that I think at some point I'm going to contact DLVR, who who I use to uh, post stuff, and I am going to delete all of the Twitter accounts out of mine. And I will allow the the stuff in the queue to to post, and then mm-hmm. I will be divested of it. I need it because of Metro's involvement of getting us alerts until that changes. But uh, I'm not going to delete my account. The mix isn't going to delete our account. I'm not going to create. No, I'm not going to delete the Braille 2000 or the Jared Reimer Network accounts either. Although it looks like LiveJournal isn't posting to there either, so I, I, it's going to be harder and harder for us to utilize Twitter. Twitter, we can use the app, but I don't like seeing um, ads while I'm looking at my Twitter. Um, I really like no the way uh, our apps were working. Um, and I no, guess we're not the only one uh, having issues. It looks like um, where was it? There was an article talking about another platform looking to go paid with their API, and we're not sure what that means with the free um Oh, API. No, Jared. I forget. I see it. I just saw it today. And by the way, um, Graham Cluley today. He is a security researcher. Yes. Um, I forget which company he works for, but Brian Krebs boosted this today. Mm-hmm. Uh, wrote a small piece on Max Stealer, but we covered that. Uh through 9 to 5 Mac and his oh, article yeah. isn't I mean I like the article it's nice mm-hmm. and short but it's um, a little late <sighs> I know who he is I believe at one point he worked he was uh, working with Sophos Antivirus I believe he yes I be, and I think he Don't still know if is he still is oh, okay I think he still is and he's also part of that one podcast I started listening to, which I told you about, Nick, uh, that's a weekly Wednesday show. They release the same day we normally do. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that is. Oh. Wow. It seems like everybody's following suit with this paid option. It seems like. I don't think it's going to go anywhere because uh, the last article we we read and, and blogged about that paid <laughs> option... Reminded everybody that Twitter's starting at forty-two thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. You, you know, I mean, if you, you could afford it, 
you know, okay, that's great, but but no, yeah. nobody's even the big companies like Microsoft are going. Um, no, I don't think so. Uh, no, nope. sorry, no, nope. we'll pass. We'll right, pass we, we got more stuff to worry about than that. Come on, man. We want to make that forty-two thousand dollars a month. We don't want to give it away. So, yeah. You know. Duh. Well, we want to give it away on something that will be valuable. Yeah, that's that's for sure. API access is a luxury and a right, not a paid paid for profit um uh, a system. It's like RSS. Could you imagine if everybody? Who, who ran RSS, like the big news agencies like Ars Technica and Bloomberg and, and some of these others that we can currently subscribe to go, you know what, we're going to charge you all for RSS. <laughs> not, just, not just charge you to read it on the website. Charge you to, you know, use a program like Newsify or, or an equivalent program to read it without you having to visit the web page. Mm-hmm. Nobody would pay for that. RSS mm-hmm. has been around for God knows how long. And this means, I mean, not that I don't, I, I mean, Kim Commando's, you know, services are, are great and, you know, you get a, a a an RSS feed that's you know specific to you, and Twit has the same thing. Where if you subscribe to Club Twit, they don't have the commercials in the program, but the commercials are are minor compared to you know not having them at all. I mean that's one reason why I have, although I didn't turn around and build them yet, but uh, I I do have a. Um, running sponsor who has graciously agreed to uh, be billed $20 a month to be able to continue to run the network um, as well as the upkeep of, of Menvi, which my price has been increased to. So, uh, thanks to that same sponsor. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. But, um, you know, I, I'm not. I, I wouldn't charge for RSS. I no. yeah. I mean, you shouldn't because it's a valuable resource to those that are fortunate enough to have it. Right, and you're just charging for your services personally, so that's correct. You know, that makes mm-hmm. sense. What I do That's for this podcast and allow the you know the network whoever wants to join the network to rebroadcast it, um, you know if you want to join it and rerun it, um, we want you to rerun it and we're not going to charge you for it. If you want to if you want to pay for it and you're like this is good content, we'll pay you to run it. Great, but I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna force the issue. At least my network won't. What else in the landscape, gentlemen? Uh, well, Jared, I'm going to go next because I have a couple items. One, you posted to the security box list the other day regarding good old 
Nittany Health and their interesting torture on people's um, yes. information. Nick said the same thing, but go ahead. You two can have the floor. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, um, go ahead. Well, reading the article and... One notification. Missing. One notification. Thursday, April 20th. Uh-oh. This is oh. normal for this podcast, Preston. No, I, no, I know. I'm used to it by now. Oh, <laughs> But anyway... Back to what I was saying, I actually read the article in question because my family is actually in Johnstown, Western PA, and we do go visit them in the hometown as often as I can. I mean, they're, they're not affected, but State College is actually about an hour or two, more like two hours from there, and three for me now that I'm in the York market. And... Reading every inch of that article and talking about it on Throwback Saturday night a few weeks ago, it really boils together how they don't care. So I think sometime they should be a idiot of the podcast award. Nick, go ahead, please, if you're available. I I wholeheartedly agree. And that was actually perfect, Preston, that you brought it up because they wasn't going to quite go into this that soon, but not a problem. Screened in. Definitely deserve a moron of the podcast. Screen locked. And I'm going to... Get that and get your award for you. Congratulations, Nittany Health. Yay. Yes, how how not to deal with a data breach. <laughs> Definitely. I, I'm just thankful I don't use your services. Yeah, no kidding. Well, for that record. Yeah, how not to handle a data breach. Yeah. Speaking of health providers, there was another one that you posted about about uh, I think it was point thirty two, which is the parent provider for Tufts and Harvard. Yes. They've been hit by it looks like a ransomware incident. Uh oh. But they at least are saying something. Yes. Yeah. At least they're trying to get the word out to their patients, like, hey, you know, watch out, because there's no such thing as 100% security. Even Steve Gibson has said that. It's what's gonna what what is your PR gonna be if something happens to you? If somebody makes a mistake at your company. What is your response and how are you going to handle messages. it? Now, six, nine, two, six, three, Thursday, April 20th. We are not responsible. A short code. Oh, oh, boy. Actually, that is perfect. That is the that is a bank notification. The very thing that we talked about last year that I set up. 
thanks to what we discussed. So that's what that is. That is perfect timing. That is perfect timing. And guess who got Nick to do that one? You got you guys. Uh, the the network, obviously. You did, Jared. Mm-hmm. Ding 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 ding. That's correct. That is correct. Yep, I love my bank notifications. What can possibly go wrong if you don't? Right. A lot of things. One hundred percent. Oh boy, there goes your moolah. Yep, you you, you then, then 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 you'll be screwed without a paddle. No pun intended. I'm actually going to change my notifications a little bit around because um, the way I have it set up, I actually want to set it up a little bit different. So I'm going to go in there. So I did see another boost on this going back to the going back to the API real quick. The company is. Reddit. Oh, um, yeah, I don't Reddit, use. Yeah, I've heard of them. I've heard I, of I've them heard as it. well. I, I haven't used it, but so they're the next ones to go paid on their API. Oh boy, yeah, that's what it seems like. Once one company does it, the other company wants to be the boss man and try. But to I bet you. Better, so. But I bet you. I bet you. That Twitter's gonna have a big time fallout, and the others will go. Well, I guess we don't have to worry about that because uh, we thought it was a good idea, but uh, nobody. Uh, oh, by the way, the Twitter API is now gonna be sunsetted, and the new plan to take effect April 29th. According Uh-oh. to the article on Microsoft's um, on Microsoft's removal from their ad facility, four days before the new change goes into effect. <laughs> so now the date's going to be April 29th, and I expect it to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Same actually, here. Actually, Jared. I'm I'm afraid you're looking for something different. If it doesn't go, if it doesn't go first, you you were looking for something like, you were looking for something like this. Well, you know what, Jared? That's what you get when you overpay for something. And then <laughs> yes, Preston, I was looking for something. Oh, like we've got that. a spammer. Let's see who this is. Oh no. Hello. Uh-oh. Hello, ma'am. Please speak to Nicholas. Speaking. Hi, no. Nicholas. This is Bernadette, and I am calling on a recorded line on behalf of Found. Nope. You're not anymore. You should have started singing that song, Bernadette. <laughs> yes, we should have. No, it was some political campaign, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not yeah. voting. Oh. I don't want to vote. I don't like voting. So, uh, they all lie, so until they, they start lie, telling the truth, care. you will never get me to register. I actually got a text from Mr. Casey uh, a couple weeks ago. I didn't respond. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's I've been I... getting text messages from all around the country from Trump. Oh, no. <laughs> I haven't gotten anything. Telling like me that. to go to, what was it, redwin.com to, to donate? I think it was. To yes. Donate, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
I know you've talked about it before, but... And there was a picture attached. Oh, by the way, Nick, how about those messages I got? Oh, on text. Yeah. Speaking of text messaging. Now, I, that one kind of... That worries me a bit because that seems similar to my number. So it's like somebody's maybe spoofing a number that's close mm-hmm. to a number that you have yeah. in your contacts. But it was a 530 number. I don't have anybody in the 530 area. Um, Actually, no. What I thought I said was 850. So... Oh, that one too. But I don't. Ha- but I, oh. I've got several on the eight five zero number. But there, was, there was one, one. from a five three zero number asking me a- asking for something else, and then I had one from a six four six number saying, "Is this Fanny's phone?" I'm like, <laughs> I, I should have responded. I probably still could. I didn't know my ass had a phone number. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> I didn't either. I'm like, I'm like, Dude, you should have texted oh, me. Oh like, I didn't know my ass had a phone number. <laughs> I, that was funny. Oh my! Because when you told me that, I had to say that. Like it, that, that it just came out. You know, it's like I didn't know my yeah. ass had a phone number. I'm I geeking out right now. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> and that, no, so the one said, uh, "We have to do this by text message because it's going to uh, go to the CIA for investigations." Oh yes, that. Oh yeah. And then, oh, and then there was an image sent, and according to what I could find out, it had a person's name, some sort of serial number, and an expiration of nine, two thousand thirty. What hmm. the heck? It's not a credit card. No credit card goes that long. No, it wasn't a credit card. It was some sort of like serial number or something. It's probably based some off kind the of image something and text. you probably clicked on the image and it uh, No, I explored it. I explored the image. Interesting. Yeah, it was it was but I can't tell what the image is. I'm like, um no, the text is the the text is too foreign for you to be doing any investigations. Yes. And what are you investigating me for? Right. And do you know who you're even contacting? I no, think that the, the DEA Nick would come to your door or something if they really yeah. wanted you. So, you know, I, I didn't the, respond to that. I think the yeah. best one though was that the came one to you my texted. Google. The best one, I think, was the one you texted. I think it was yesterday. Um, it was the one from an 850 number saying, um, I lost my phone. Um, no, I lost I, my contacts. Contacts. Uh, I want to know if you want to do... I want to know if you want to do something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Stupid codes. <laughs> no, that was... When Jerry told me that one, I'm like, yeah, you're going to answer that, and they'll they'll come up with a link, and come to this website, and you're going to have a good time. Oh. One of those things. Yeah, right. Probably a a crypto thing, and I do have something to report on that. Uh Uh-oh. I recently, I think, was removed from it, but for a little while there, I was added to one of those Telegram BTC groups, Yep. And oh, I'm, God. 
I'm sorry, but I I am both feeling sorry for and really angry at these people because some of them like buy into this so much like oh I'm looking for a better life for my family and Carlisle group can help me it's like oh guys I've been added to like four of them I've been added to a few myself I mean I I I left every single one I actually told Jared like I called Jared the day I was added to one of them like dude I was added to a freaking crypto group on Telegram. Yeah. <laughs> like, that does not interest me. I'm leaving. <laughs> yep. I feel you, Terry. But we all know one thing. Everybody at the JRN won't spend you with that mess. I'm just saying. This is true. <laughs> if anybody here at the JRN is messing with crypto, you're doing it on your own time, not on mine. I'm not responsible. Right. Yeah, the show is not responsible. For you. The show is not responsible for what you do with crypto. For what you do Just with do crypto. it smartly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I mean, you can invest in it. It's cool, but just you know. I think it's over 20 you know what oh, it might be over I wonder if it went up or down last I knew it was o- o- close to 28 mm-hmm. last time we looked that up while he's looking that up uh, what else between the list and the blog gentlemen I haven't gone oh. up and looked to see if there's anything that uh, I want to cover I want to make this your show not mine So. oh, I, oh speaking of iPhones mm-hmm. and phones. Uh, what's this Apple making a uh, location? I'm confused by this story. What's this? I look at some the other day on on my emails. Apple said to make uh, location uh, tags thanks to the Europe or UK. Um, the UE, yeah, I think I heard about that. Maybe location I, tags. I don't know how safe that is, but I think so. Twenty-eight thousand three hundred seven twelve. Oh, okay. Yikes! Wow. Twenty-eight thousand. So it is yeah. And then suddenly we'll stop hearing from the crypto people again. Oh, Actually, rem- hey, hey, Nick, remember oh. I sent you a, a a room sighting, and I'm not joking, gentlemen. Uh oh. Bitcoin. Yes, and I, I remember this, so I don't have to go looking through you know the vast amount of text. And I, I do that too. Google Voice because it was an easy copy and paste. And I do too. Bitcoin room- is your daddy. Is your daddy. <laughs> Oh God! Yes. <laughs> then who's your mommy, Doggy Coin? <laughs> wow. Bitcoin kids is your daddy. I guess other kids in the mix too, like uh, you know. Well, I think probably Ethereum's your mom. I think Ethereum's your mama. 
Ethereum's your mom, Bitcoin's your daddy, the rest of them are your siblings? Are your siblings? <laughs> yeah. Then you have a ton do. of siblings then, oh my gosh. Well, you know, you got cousins, nephews, nieces. Oh, of course. Uncles. You know, you could, uncles. Like, Grandparents. Yeah. Uncles. Second and third oh, cousins. You're going to be tied in. Don't forget, your aunt, um, your aunt sexy token. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> used to be her too. Maybe she used to be a stripper. I don't know, like a sexy token. <laughs> I guess so. Oh, and and also, we also don't want to forget about any people who who are involved, like with a he, she, or whatever token. Oh, that he, she token. Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't remember that token. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I remember sure they're out there. The- our doggy coins. I remember that. Yeah, um, I remember doggy. Coins. Oh, how's that going for you, Musk? Oh, by the way, he <laughs> did say he was gonna um, give out a million of those if whatever it was. I, I remember seeing this and I just passed it by. I thought it was so stupid. He was gonna <laughs> give out a million doggy coin if something that was posted or whatever could be found out not to be true, and he was gonna hand out a million doggy coin for it. <laughs> wow. Well, you get considering yeah, right. that it's only worth five cents, you're really not going to get that much out of it. That's not much of a <laughs> no, loss. No. no no big yeah. deal. No, no, no big deal. Well, Nobody cared. I don't think anybody yeah. cared. Uh, it turned out whatever it was was true, and um, I don't think anybody blinked an eye. Oh, don't forget your uncle Zcash. That's another one of the cryptos out there. Oh yeah, and you know what, Jared? This is why I, this is why I thank you for doing what you do because, uh, now like you already know this, but I was catch up on taxes this week, and it did ask the Bitcoin question. So, I fully believe you. Thank you very much. Of course, the IRS wants to know if you have any Bitcoin because they want to tax you for it. We covered that, I actually. That. I know you we know. did. That's why I said thank I remember you very covering much it for reminding on, on Throwback, too. Yeah. We did cover it on Throwback. Yep, I know. I was there. And I wasn't surprised when we made that announcement. Of course, the IRS wants to make more money. You know, it's the IRS. Of course. Uh huh. But Bitcoin is but Bitcoin is worthless. I know. It's about to be. Well, only a couple companies really take it anyway. So that's my point. point. It's worthless. That's yeah. Unless you want to go outside of the United States. I mean apparently there's some countries where you can use it, but Yeah, but it's mainly used in the cybercrime. I haven't read uh-huh. more of um, my book, but it it is all about crypto and following the money. Speaking of yeah, books, I... Um, I did finally post the list of books to um, the blog, the updated list awesome. that I that um, I uh, added so now we get to go through and uh, I will work on adding more books but where are you guys on books uh, let's see as for me I'm still enjoying my zero day I think I 
I'm slowly getting into the teens. Ooh. But learning how all things went down and their travels is very valuable. So Well, but this is this is a mystery story. This is a what if scenario. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Zero Day is one um, of those where it's a uh, and but that one was now, from what you read, does it match up to what's actually going on today, in your opinion? I reckon so. I mean, if every every time they mention a certain scenario, when they encounter a big spark, that really leads me to believe that, hey, when whatever they're talking about, in a chapter is right on our doorstep or shall I say out there the craziest thing that I read in that book was the first chapter where the, it gets right into it where the plane just drops out of the sky yes what yeah. the hell that is <sighs> if you want to talk wow. a wow moment there you go yeah Where are you, Nick? What book and and what are you thinking? I am still in Sandworm. Um, I've stopped for the moment, but I've gotten you know a few chapters in. Very good, and I think that unfortunately I won't give too much away, but it makes some of the scenarios you read about in Zero Day a little more plausible. Not in a good way. Yeah. Mm. I can agree. What's Nick on that? I haven't gotten much reading done because I've been sick, but yeah, it, I, I agree with Nick on that for sure. I mean, it makes wait, it way wait, more plausible. Wait, you're not taking off this week, are you, Terry? No. Okay, I'll be, good. I'll be here for throwback uh okay awesome. i just had kind of a little bug that happened a couple days for a couple days and oh yeah it wasn't good yeah oh poor guy. i'm thankful i didn't get it yet yeah i'm gonna be a groomsman in my best friend's wedding one month from today so hopefully it won't come then <laughs> you know the funny part was i was on the other side i was a bridesmaid so Oh, yeah. Well, that's not bad. No. <sighs> well, I know that I'm still in part two of my book, and I just not have had any time to read. I've been, you know, in meetings and all kinds of stuff, and keeping this show going. So. Uh, we talked about part one covering uh, the uh, infamous um, drug bazaar, and um, part two covers yet another um, Bitcoin exchange that uh, actually had more problems since the drug bazaar 
and eventually ended up closing its doors. I forget which one it is, but when I go through and write up the report, I'm going to try and re-look at those to see at least long enough to look at which one it was. I forget I forget it was um, which one it is, but I'm still uh, in my spot on my... I think it's chapter 22, but I just haven't had time. Also, I was... I don't think we talked about this, but this is something that just came to mind, I guess, when we were talking about Zero Day and some of the scenarios. There was an article you posted to the list about a town in Florida where it was first thought that there was a a hack into the water supply there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard about that. I, I think I saw that one. The Osmar, the Osmar hack? That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. That And we covered that one, so uh, talk about the oh, okay. update, please. Oh. Well, from what I remember, it's looking less like it was a hack, unfortunately. Hmm. Potentially... May have been an inside job, from what I remember seeing. Whether it was a mistake, yeah, that or sounds familiar. We, yeah, yeah. Somebody Whether intentionally mis- wanted to cause havoc, and then uh, right. I, we don't know if it's the same person that goes, "Oh crap," and then uh, changes it back before anybody noticed. Right. But, uh, yeah, pure negligence over there at that company. Yes, or that utility. Pure negligence. Pure negligence. They should also get a, a, a moron award of the podcast since they, they led everybody to believe that they got owned. And it doesn't look like that's what happened at all. No. No. I've been meaning to blog that one. Yep. I've been meaning to blog that one, and yes, you deserve a moron, because uh, anybody who misleads anybody should not be trusted in as, with, for doing business. You can provide water to your customers, but boy... Uh, If I, you know, were were needing to do business with you, you know, in some form or another, and I found that out, uh, I wouldn't be doing business with you, you know, whether I provided software or what have you. Even if I did meet your qualifications, you all lied. You said you had a hack. There wasn't a hack. I don't want to be involved in a company that can't tell the public the truth. Speaking of that... Oh, go ahead. No, I was agreeing with his comment. Oh, okay. Speaking of that, though, we do have another moron that ties very well into what we just discussed. And that, I think, should be given to Gulf Bank in Kuwait. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, oh my God. D- did I go off enough on the, on them? Oh, you did. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I'm afraid that's I, I a 100% us yes. Covering that one on Throwback as well. <laughs> the one in Kuwait. 
I mean, yeah, that was. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I'm, I'm not going to say much about that one now because Jared kind of. Go ahead, Terry. The, t- Terry, this is what the podcast is for. Go, he, he, go he, please. He had he had a bet. Jared did. Man, oh man. It's at least good five or ten minutes out there. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, okay. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to let him kind of have his uh, moment here and, uh, you know. He even uh, was on his blog, going off on his blog about that one. I saw that, and I'm like, okay. Mm. All right, right, Jared. I mean, I actually read that too, and I'm and I'm very glad he had harsh words to say about that yes. so-and-so company. And yes. I, I was very glad I got the tape ready to wrap up the show because we were going to be here all night. We, we probably wouldn't have went. You probably would have heard from Joseph. Um, you're going over my... Well, oops. <laughs> well, yes, but your show means nothing when you broadcast it to a half a dozen um, uh, servers at the same time and your internet can't even keep up with it. So, uh... Yikes, yeah. Oh. Yeah, he does. He does to like five or six, and I've actually, you know... Before I actually it heard it, it would start and then it would go back to our automation and then it would come back about a minute or two later. Mm. I know. Likewise, I was like, really? I think yeah, he needs to maybe. Yeah. I think he need to maybe needs to maybe cut down on some of those servers where he's broadcasting. That's a bit much. Um, well, but I mean, nobody's I'm... enforcing any rules on 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 on. Uh, Simulcasting, and until they do, and I'm not, I'm not talking about any one station, because any station can do that. How many uh-huh. stations do you simulcast this show for? Three that I can think of. Sounds like it's more though, if he has that many servers going. Well, I, I know of three right now, but I'm sure there's more. Well, I may be exaggerating, but the point is. I broadcast on two to three, and one of them wanted me to do my Saturday show live, and I said, I'm already on three servers. I can't do anymore without compromising uh, the rest. So that's why they air mine a week later and earlier in the day. They actually grab a copy of the show and, and run it at eight in the morning, even though I do mine at two in the afternoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I just I'm not going on four servers. I'm already running mine plus two others. That's enough. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I, I'm not I'm not touting on stations and that's not the goal of the program. So No. No. But Golf Bank definitely uh what not to do in cybersecurity? So yes, to do. Yeah. And moron of the podcast. Yeah, I think I went off for like ten or twenty minutes about how. S- and and it's oh, a yeah. stupid law. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I actually recorded a file on this for throwback uh, to to air in um, some week's time. 
Um, I think I might move that out. That way we could talk about it. Yeah. I talked about it in general terms, but uh, it's about a 15, 20 minute listen. It's just... What not to do in cybersecurity? Well, no, right. back. We did talk about it briefly, but yeah, we could, I, uh, yeah, what not to All do? All right. So it's the top of the hour broadcasting time. Does anybody have any other newsy items, morons, or anything else? They want to uh, bring up. Oh, two things. I didn't read this yet, but I saw the article that you posted about Google employees even trying desperately not to buy Bard. I think it was. Yes, um, it is Google's version of ChatGPT, mm-hmm. or what, what what we know as ChatGPT. Well, Bard really doesn't have a lot of books anyway nowadays. They're... Oh, see, no, that's the that's the that's the problem. Well, there's two that. problems here. So. We're talking about a different bard. So, I'm trying to get the link for our topic here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yes. So, uh, there is the Library of Congress bard, but I got confused by the same thing. But, okay. yes, what Google's talking about, this is a different bard. So Google's AI technology, to, now, that I, now that I copied this link correctly, Google's AI technology to compete with chat GPT and, um, and um, I want to say Bing, but it's not known as Bing. It's... Um, Shoot, where's the name of it now? It's in my Skype. Well, anyway, their Google's version is called Bard. Hmm. Okay. And we thought there were problems with ChatGPT. There is a lot more issue with Bard. Oh boy. Than ChatGPT. Oh no! How can you possibly have more issues? That's what that article you spotted is going to cover. So I suggest you read it because I spotted that and thought. And if Google's people are were telling you it's too early, and Google releases it anyway, uh. we've got a problem because they want profit more than. And they're a search company. 
Obviously. So getting this right is important. Microsoft isn't a search company. They can play and doodle and nobody's going to care. Because their thing it's even says, please check your sources. And when I asked it questions, it would send me links back and then it said, you know, check your source, you know, check your sources. You know, I'm not I I may not be accurate. I'm a I'm a bot. Chat GPT just spews out anything even though it like it, it even got Kim Commando's family history wrong. Completely wrong. Like it grabs stuff and and basically wrote up what you know something that wasn't even true. And she talked about that. But Bard seems to be worse, according oh, to this no. article. So I, I suggest that a read. Oh, yes. Mm, Maybe Google's... After you read that, Nick, I'd be interested to find out if you hand them the next moron of the podcast, but that'll probably be next week. Oh, yeah. Um, it'll probably... It'll definitely be next week, because I haven't looked at it yet. And the other thing I wanted to just mention was the thing you posted last night about LastPass University. I think that's kind of a creative and interesting initiative they have. Yes, I actually um, I actually read that and I timed out my postings to post out throughout the day and uh, I'm actually going to blog about it. I think you know, try to get people to understand how to use, you know, even though it's, you know, technically LastPass you know, you could apply this to any other password manager and learn something. And so I thought uh, I, I definitely am going to blog about that because that is uh, definitely something that is uh, going to be very valuable to people. Yes. And what about um, potentially, where did I read this? I think it was from you. Microsoft introducing other oh. was it ads for various services in Windows 11 yes oh um, Windows 11 in the last patch Tuesday cycle which was this month this past mm -hmm. month mm -hmm. will now come with embedded Advertising. Uh, and, and, and everybody in the cited community, like Steve Gibson and Leo Laporte, as two examples, have criticized Microsoft for their lackluster visual problems. Oh, no. They've got. Yeah. Yeah. As you've heard on Security Now, when 11 came out. Um, I would hate to see what they have to say when it comes to this latest update, which means I've got to catch up on security now, and I know I, they haven't really been my priority like Cybercrime Radio has. Some of these podcasts of mine that I would want that I want to listen, I just 
can't listen to it all because I found Cybercrime Radio more needy than anything else. Oh, because I have to keep up. I have to keep up with what's going on. Um, Mm -hmm. And they it's a daily podcast, and they talk about you know all kinds of stuff. You know, breaches happening every day, and I'm trying to find things that might be of value. Is that a free podcast? Nick, some of the two minute clips. Is that is that a free podcast or? It is. Okay. I'll have to search on Apple Podcast for it. It's there. <sighs> it's by Cybercrime Magazine. Cybercrime.radio. It's it's ran by a company called Cybersecurity Ventures. Oh, okay. Hmm. In New York. Was... Okay. Okay, yeah. What else, gentlemen? Well, nothing that I could think of. Well, Preston. I was going to say, uh, I got nothing on my plate. Else, but it's it's been it's been another busy week around the landscape. Well. I know I've been talking a lot, but I've got at least three others that I can think of. Oh, well, nice. if you've got more, uh, please uh, let us know what's on your mind. I mean, the podcast is technically four hours, and if it goes over, it goes over, and networks can do what they want. I'm not going to stop people just because of you know that it, that it's over a certain time frame. I I, I don't do that with my podcast, so uh, please. So it looks like Netflix is going to stop their password sharing crackdown. Oh yes, I did see that. You mean Netflix? Netflix, exactly. Netflix. You mean (laughs) Netflix? That's right. (laughs) Poor Jonathan. That was the best. That was the best two that I could have bookmarked and favorited ever. That was great. Me too. I I geeked out when he sent that email out. I don't know if it's security related, but uh, did you hear they were going to send out their last DVD mid-May? They're still doing DVDs. Yes, they are. That's part of that article. They're actually going to discontinue the the uh, mm-hmm. DVD portion of their business because it's been declining. But uh, well, yeah, yeah Netflix is has has suspended their um, password sharing um, uh, dilemma, even though it's actually working in other countries uh, because of uh, pushback here in in the states and Canada. And um, I think I think if they're gonna do it, they gotta do it right. Um, yeah, I don't think yeah, just you know because there are people that can't afford it. And but I'm but the problem is is when we talked about this in the past, if you remember when we talked about this, I said how bad of idea it was that they allow it to begin with. You should yeah. never share passwords. In fact, my sister was like, "Why don't you just 
cancel your Amazon and and log into hours and and you can order from from hours on no. Look at what happened to my father. And yes, I know I'm 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 sort of talking about what you know why I was gone yesterday, but just follow me a minute. Mm-hmm. Look at what happened to my father, because he said you could just use my account and um, read whatever books you want. Although I didn't find much of anything in his collection of value, although he did get me into one book, and I th- I just wanted to get it over with because I thought it was awful. Oh. But that's beside the point. Um. Then after that, I just went after my account. I was like, I'm not reading any of this, Dad. This doesn't suit me. He's like, you enjoyed it. I wanted to just see what if they caught the guy. I, I found the whole thing sickening, and, and that's all. It was a Nelson DeMille book. I forget the name of it. He wanted me to read the next one. I said, no, the, the, these aren't for me. I don't want to read about people's head, heads getting cut off. That's all yeah. I'll say. And then, and then look what happened to him. And then eventually the business closed and the account's probably gone by now. And I'm being told that I can go on and use somebody else's Amazon account. No. no, because the problem is, who else is also getting that password, and can you really trust them? Right. Yeah. When you set your own account, and and, and we t- and I think I posted a Netflix uh, ordeal oh, where somebody's account had other stuff that wasn't part of their. Yes, and it was ordeal. It was somebody who logged in from somewhere in the Middle East. I want to say Jordan, maybe like that area, and they were posting things. I think they were actually sending messages to this user. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I. It was bad. I mean. Why are you allowing anyone to share your password? Why? Yeah, that's what I that's what I'm saying. <sighs> I agree. If you really want to make money, I mean, okay, I get it. If it's within family, fine, but how are you going to prove that like for example, me and my sister are three, at least 3,000 miles away? Right. Yeah, how are you gonna prove that? They she's will charge right her to allow yeah. me to log into the Netflix account. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and it'll be an extra charge of what was it like seven dollars or something? Eight dollars. Even though I'm well, but I'm not in the same household, but I'm the same family. Yeah, you're the same family, but yeah, yeah, I'm the same. yeah. So no, uh, don't charge for it. Just put a ban on it. And if you right. find that anybody else logged in besides you, send an email to the account holder 
and find out if they logged in just like Google does. Google will send an account, an email. Did you know? Was this you that logged into this? You know, with yep. this IP? Yes or yep. no? If yep. you yeah, say this... yes, they they leave you alone. If you say no, then they'll help you deal. That is how you deal with the password sharing problem. Right. Did you really log in from some address in South Korea? Or you fix it so if someone logs in, it sends that user, like Google does, a code. Yes, that's MFA. MFA tech thing. And they have to type that code in in order to... They could do that, but... Well, that's if you have it turned on, but... Right. Well, yeah. You got... I mean, that's... Yeah, but... So you for, so you force multi-factor authentication. You send yep. the person a code. They authenticate. You go, oh, okay, it's the same person. Never mind the IP location data. They're not at their home base, but that's okay. Yeah. So. They're using the same device. Yeah. Netflix. Go ahead. Next, Nick. Okay. <laughs> Update on our good friend and buddy Pompurin. Pom Pompurin. From uh, yes, the Brian Krebs posted forums. this, and I just sent this to TSB. Go ahead. Well, he was found unresponsive, carried out on a stretcher, believed to be an attempted suicide. Oh. Wow. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I do have one update, thank you, though, Brian. that might be interesting. An update on our football star from... Um, uh, what was the team that uh, he played for? From January. Yes, oh. from January. He is going to hopefully... He is allowed to play. Soon. Yes, he is. According Buffalo, to reports yes. I heard Buffalo yesterday. Bills, yeah. He will be back, and he will be playing. Yep. Wow. Yay. That's good news. Yep. That, and I remember going off on this because uh, all, yep. all everybody wanted to know was why social media didn't tell anybody about the game when nobody yep. knew what was I, – I remember going off on this. I was so mad. Oh, he I did. He did. Folks. I remember it because yeah, we talked about that in Thrill Bear. Yep. I thought he was gonna. Yeah, Demar Hamlin with the Buffalo Bills will be playing this next season. Thank you very much. Give the man a hand. He passed all his tests. Um, luckily, he was able to persevere. Um, Maybe I was overreacting, but I was hoping for some good news, so it came yesterday. It did. And he. Two days ago, but it doesn't matter. But he, he, he is allowed to play, so give him a hand, Nick. Yeah. All right, I will do that. <laughs> Next story, Nick. Oh, this was one that I found kind of interesting. I don't know that any of us own these, but Envision launching Ask Envision for the glasses. Yes. Um, 
it may not necessarily be security related, but it is something of value because yeah. uh, you community. could use it on your confidential stuff. I'd be interested I, if this this type of thing goes into the cloud and gets stored there. Yeah, I'd worry about that too. I I posted that and I was like, uh, really? Um, does this get stored to the cloud somewhere? Right. And who has access to it? Right, that too. Yeah, about that. We already Uh, sort of made a reference to this, but there was... There have been several articles about the uh, lock bit now going after Max. That should be our last story because uh, that is perfect. I love... There were two of them. One of them, Computer World, and the other one, Ars Technica. Mm-hmm. What did you think, and do do Mac, in your opinion, uh, do you think Mac users have to be worried, even though it's not in prime time yet? This is still in development. And talk about uh, what you read from it. I think they do have to be worried. Even though it's, as you said, not really ready for prime time, and it's really more of a prototype from what I was reading, based on the fact that there are a lot of strings for Windows, I think there are some .dlls that are mentioned, which Mac does not use. (laughs) So so a lot of the file extensions are Windows-based that they don't... that, that, that they will not um, sorry for not jumping encrypt. in. That they will not um, encrypt, including DLLs. Um, they they won't include the .bat, which is which is sort of a batch file in DOS. Uh, they won't uh, and they won't include certain directories that are meant for uh, Windows use. Um, right. But and- that's in all of them. Um, in the in the Windows version, the the new Mac iteration, the Linux version that they've got, I think there's one for Linux, if I remember right. Yes. Well, I was telling Jared that um, when we spoke yesterday, I said, you know, Mac is starting to see what we've been doing with for the past twenty years. So, yeah. you know. And actually, maybe worse, because there are so many people who just think, oh, Macs never get viruses. Macs never have security issues. Uh, guess what? Go look up Mac Stealer. I looked it up because I wanted to pu- I wanted to cover Graham's article, but Graham's was a little short, and I think it's a little uh, late. But, uh, I mean, I could still go do it. I still could could go do it. And say, here's another article. It's short, but uh, if you haven't looked this up, you better go uh, read this blog post and sort of co- call it good. But go look up Max Steeler because that I think is it's already in production, although it's not w- widely spread. But uh, that's the first iteration. I think this is the second one, and it's it's gonna be bad. It's uh, compared to that man. one because there, 
Because the Max Steeler, you have to be behaving in a really stupid way to make this happen. Yes. It's like you have to be going to the Weed app. I don't know why anyone would want to go there, but... Well, technically, today is Weed Day, right? Oh, that's right, it is. It's Weed Day. No coincidence, I didn't want to broadcast on Weed Day, but uh, the 19th just... I I, I felt okay, but I was kind of... Right. Yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. It is four twenty, and I didn't mm-hmm. know this, but four yeah, twenty is technically yeah. something to do with weed. I don't, I don't remember yeah. the, yep, the origin. That's correct. It, but I already knew that. Uh, that's that. I think that's I like didn't the, until recently. For police for uh, weed, it's four twenty or something like that. Yeah. So they they just used that, I believe, but. I'm not sure how the whole thing is, but I, yeah. This will only take about Mark half a second. Healer and Lockbear. Mm-hmm. Yes. Could you imagine if them two got together? Oh no! Oh no! <sighs> I'm not giving any ideas. I'm just asking a question, a, a, a hypothetical question. I just question. don't. I, I don't want to think about it because I don't either. I mean, given. What Lockbit has in terms of structure, like they're better organized, it seems. That I know. That's that my point. Be... What do you think? What What would you think if Matt, if Max Steeler and them got together? Oh, I. That's just what we need. A piece of malware that's even more dangerous, or ransomware probably, that's even more dangerous than what we already had with two different ones. That's that's really great. And easier you to You got a password to. stealing thing and a ransomware thing, and Mac people think that they're immune, so yeah, why not? Yeah, so of course, because Mac people think they're immune, oh, what the heck, this file's probably okay that says that I need to update my whatever program. (laughs) Or, you know, oh, what the heck, I can click on this attachment from my supposed friend about this supposed invoice. My friend about this invoice that I know nothing about? But hey, I mean, It's probably legit. I mean, Macs never get these kinds of problems. Oh, what the? Your computer starts smoking, and you know you, you have a you have a get this black blue screen, you know. Oh, and then of course you see the message: you have file encrypted now. File you encrypted. You not have now, access. Yeah. <laughs> you must pay for Bitcoin. For Bitcoin, which is like. Uh, mm, over seventy thousand dollars now, so yeah, that would. That... <laughs> yeah, it's... that has got to be the best story for last. <laughs> yes. Well, although there were a few other things that I thought were worth noting. Sorry. Uh, we can come back to them if we've got time. Um, well, yeah, let's do that. We're let's... sort of. Yeah. I got you. We're time yeah, we constrained, so I, I do want to move forward. 
okay. unless you can make them brief. Um. Yes, almost, actually, some uh, we're almost an hour and a half in. Yeah, some of these, some of these I can. Uh, this Go will just it. be tiniest second, as we all know, and I think some of you are already on this. Club Deck 2.5.2 is out, and we may already be there. That's the first one. You are there, and they now support the houses feature. As you saw, I added, actually did one of the creations of the rooms in Club Decks, and it works beautifully. Um, I have to give them credit. I mean, they thought that I was rude to them because I was at, giving them some error messages and things, and they're like, well, Clubhouse is, you know, this, and we're only a team of two, and you're... It's like, no. I've been doing this type of work for a long time. I'm sorry you felt that I've been rude to you, but my goal was to report something to you, and I'm sure you'll fix it. And they actually did it, an excellent job. So, um... So that's the first item. Go ahead with your second one. one. Uh, they they actually will first input, aid. you know, will work now with the houses interface. So, uh, what's your next item? Next item: Microsoft changing the way that it's categorized. Well, the taxon, the threat taxonomy to make it all weather related. Oh, that. Oh boy. Yeah, that was one interesting story, I'll tell you. Yes, yes. But I don't know I, if anybody's going to follow it, because each provider, like Tread Micro, has their own designations. Right. You know, um, CyberScoop has their own designations when they write these up, so I don't know how this is going to actually work. In theory, but when Microsoft writes them up, you'll be able to, according yeah. to them, you'll be able to know who they are based on their designation. I don't know. I don't know what to think about that one. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. I think it's kind of kind of cool some of the names they give. But you're right. And 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 how and how are they supposed to know what to give anybody? They've got one of the worst programs. I would never work, uh, uh, recommend uh, to anybody. Right. What antivirus program? Right. Defender that just flags random things, including totally legitimate files. That's that's great. And then when I gave it something I knew that was bad, it said, "Oh, it's fine." <laughs> wow. And that's when I said that's Speaking when I wrote that. the list and and uh, it was Scott that said get malware bites so it was him that Yeah, I have games got that me I on that and I'm pay I just paid them. for another year not too long ago. I forget when 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 uh it auto billed for that through PayPal but uh I'm paying for that. Yeah, there's games that I play and it flags them. I have to add them to an exceptions because Oh, it's a no. It's a legit game, not a virus. And then you and then you submit it so that you can tell them it's a false positive and they don't do anything. Yeah. So they don't do anything. Yeah. Windows crapper. <laughs> right. Windows no Windows <laughs> Windows not defender. Windows not defending. Actually, oh, instead, <laughs> yeah, I've got not defending. Yeah, I've got an idea. How about Windows Offender? 
Windows the crapper. Yeah, Windows well, of yeah, I think I think oh. they deserve a bonehead of the broadcast too because they're they're not doing their job right there. No, <clears> I don't <throat> think so. And that's one man's opinion, but right. And then, the, oh yeah, yes. Two thing, two things that I can definitely squeeze in briefly. Mm-hmm. Go. One of these, I really don't like Apple's decision to potentially allow side loading in iOS 17. Why? That's Apple? what it is. Why? Okay, why? Absolutely. Yeah. Why? Like, I so wanted to go off on that, but I decided against it. But why? I thought he was going to go on that. You had a much better security record than Google did and Android, and now you're just going to basically throw it all away because you want people to be able to sideload. Oh, God. Well, technically, if you read the article, it's a UK-based law. Right, it is. That's true. Was it UK or was it It was UK. Actually, um... So then it would only be allowed in the UK then, right? Not in the US. Mm, not from what I read. Not it from what I read. It seems like they're going to op- okay. do it for iOS 17. For the entire platform. Reg- uh, regardless of... Worldwide. Okay. Wow, that's yeah. not good. To comply yeah. with this DMA article, uh, a law which was uh, passed in the UK that allows people to put on apps that they want. So right. it's either comply... Or be fined until you do. Th- those were their two choices. Yep. So screw that. We'll comply. I get it, and that's one reason why I didn't. I decided not to go off on the thing. Mm-hmm. But I would have just said, "I'm. I'd rather get fined. I'm not going to jeopardize mm-hmm. my security over some law that." Uh, says I have to do this because uh, right. you say it's a good idea. Yeah. And then the last Although to thing. be fair okay. I was going to say to be fair, if I was predicted with the same thing, I probably would co- choose to comply. Right. But as an outsider, I would say, no, I'm not going to comply because I don't want to put my user's security at risk. But I understand why they're doing that to begin with, because they don't want to be fined. They it could, in theory, put them out of business because the fine wasn't cheap. Right. So. Um. Go ahead, please. Okay. Yeah. So, just two other things I found interesting. One, the post yesterday about. The Trend Micro post about the anatomy of a cybercrime organization and just how much that looked like a legit business. That's scary. And it'll be a topic. I had planned to put that in as a topic, so plan on that. Okay. And then the last one, which also I know we've discussed future topic, NSO Group back with some very dangerous new forms of attack. Oh, boy. And there are two articles on that. And unfortunately, I didn't post this to the list. So I think I better write this up in a a TSB file that I'll store, like, in the root until I know what podcast it's going to be. And then I will 
number it appropriately, but for now, uh, I think I better write that up because that that was there were two different articles on that. Yeah, there were. All right. Well, the, and the NFL, the NFL mm-hmm. group bothers me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I they can just understand me. why. We've been covering them for as long as well, well before this podcast. I'll tell you that much. Wow. They've been around for many years. If you need podcasts and they're not available, um, send me an email and ask for its number. All right. I've been covering NSL for years. Well, I think mercifully that those are the only things I can think of. Okay. It is 36 minutes past the top of the hour. Uh, we're in hour number two. I'm Jared Reimer. Email iMessage, J-A-R-E-D-R-I-M-E-R at 986themix.com. Text or WhatsApp, 804-442-6975. Mastodon, J-R-I-M-E-R, 2023 at tweezcake, T-W-E-E-S-E, cake, what do I do with my socials on jaredreimer.net and the Twitter items listed in the <clears throat> social media section? Good question. Mm-hmm. Because while I still have access to it, what do I do? What What do you guys think I should do? Huh. That's a tough one. Yeah. I know but you I said expect you're Twitter to go down in the next six months to a year. I know we keep saying six months, but we're, we're being a little lenient here. I mean, I'm I, I giving still it think six it's gonna months be like you are, but, you know. I think it's going to be less now with the recent developments that, that we yes. talked about in the last hour and a half. Mm-hmm. If if it continue if it go, if it continues the way it is, I'm just gonna remove it. That would be my recommendation. And the second thing is, where do I put my other accounts that I need to migrate over? I haven't figured out what to do. Somebody said I should do my own server, but I haven't figured out uh, how to do that yet. So I I can't run my own server. I I don't think it would work on a shared implementation and I have to really go digging to see where you know, uh, see what the documentation says about doing that. Hmm. Okay. Do I... Let's see. I guess uh, does anybody need a break? I'm good. I do. You need a break? Yeah. Okay. Why don't I play one track? And then um, I just took Clubhouse off the air. But why don't we play one track? And um, let's uh, then come back 
and uh, continue. Here's Hands Upon Black Earth from their self-titled album. Here is Ghost Song on the independent channel of 98.6 The Mix.
upon black earth that was ghost song that comes from their self-titled album and the year is un, uh, unfortunate usually magnitude's better at this but uh studio's not showing me a year most of their stuff has years in them but i don't have a year on this one we will continue with more of the podcast in just a moment the security box Gentlemen? Yes. Yep. Yep, we're here. A watchdog says, FDIC, you are not doing enough. Hmm. Gee, that's Article title. What's that, Nick? I said, that's reassuring. It is. Well, I titled it that way. And of course, the beginning, I titled this The Security Box, Podcast 140, The FDIC, A Watchdog Group, and Banks. Oh, yes. And as I mentioned earlier at the top of the show, it's common or what we deal with for our finances on a daily living basis. Yep. So, very fitting. Very fitting. 
I agree. So article title. For sure. Watchdog warns FDIC fails to test banks. Cyber. Uh, what is this? Cyber defenses effectively. Publication Cyber Scoop. Date posted to TSB February 2nd, 2023. <coughs> so I start with a little bit of a narrative. <laughs> What'd you think of that narrative, Nick? <laughs> well done. Yes, I agree. You haven't seen the narrative yet, Preston. Not yet. But I start with a narrative. <laughs> this is one of these articles that if you haven't read it, you will want to at least give it a look. Each and every one of us use some sort of bank, whether small, medium, or large. Some may not use your typical bank, but a bank that allows you to use a card that you can use. Oops, I, do, I now see that uh, spelling error, Nick. Okay. Uh, that you can use at places with no physical need to have an account. As we've discussed in recent articles where SNAP benefits were stolen from cards that allow you and I to put money on them, banks have more of a responsibility if theft occurs like this as an example point. I agree. I can't yeah. agree more. Mm -hmm. I can't agree more. We've also mm -hmm. talked about the collapse of Silicon <clears throat> Valley Bank, yep. in parentheses, SVB, mm -hmm. and the run that people did when they realized that the bank was having trouble. The FDIC did make sure that people had their money without much trouble. But the article here is worth perusing. So there is a little bit of your narrative, as I as I'll call it. Mm -hmm. I can't agree. That's where I put the stars to talk mm. about the article itself. But go ahead, gentlemen, let's talk a little bit about the narrative. I definitely can't agree more with that narrative. Yep, I'd have you to second that. responsible for your money because you're investing your money with them and they should be responsible for what they do with it. So, And if it is breached, they should be responsible for making sure that it is paid back or returned or declined. And let us not remind you that the major <clears throat> banks have had issues, at least Wells Fargo has, yeah. uh, B, um, 
BMO has. I know that. Uh, B of A has. Yeah. Yep. Uh, two, those are two major banks. They've all had issues. Yeah. And they, they have all been in the spotlight for various reasons through the years. I actually had to switch banks because of that issue of someone kept breaking into my account no matter what I did. I just it got to the point where I was like, all right, I had enough. I, I switched and I haven't had an issue since. So I don't know if it was the bank itself or what, but... And that's 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 the point. I mean, you don't have to go into complete detail, but that j- just goes to show we don't know if it's an insider, and they don't know if it's an insider. What we do know is that they pretty much and and because you told me this, and I'll leave it at that, is they basically said we don't believe you because yep. this keeps happening. It's like well. Something's going on, so you all need to do something, or I'm leaving. Yeah, and that's pretty. And much they what chose I did. to do nothing. So I left. And, and so you left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's leave it at that. So let's leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> While there is a link within the second paragraph, it starts. Out the story on what's going on. Keep in mind that we sent the article in February, so the Wednesday they're talking about is prior to when they sent it. Or when we sent it. Excuse me. <clears throat> that paragraph says In a report issued Wednesday, the FDIC's Office of Inspector General identified major deficiencies in the agency's IT and cyber (coughs) risk assessments program, which is known as INTREX. And I didn't bother going to fix this, but it's capital N, capital T-R-E, lowercase x. I didn't bother fixing this. I figured this was a minor mistake for uh, what I should have probably done with the uh, capital E here. But I know that this name was used quite a bit. And I was waiting to make sure we weren't missing anything and and didn't get anything. So I figured this is the worst of my problems. Besides that spelling mistake I saw. Mm. But that's, you know. That's okay. It was it was a word that I used an extra letter on. Whoops. <laughs> okay. The FDIC. So here's an, another quoted paragraph. The FDIC is the independent government agency. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Government. Keyword government. <clears throat> Keyword government. <laughs> I should have added that, but I'm quoting here, so I can't do that. That's why I, I well, sort of... <clears throat> that's why I did yeah. that's, that's why I said keyword government. <clears throat> keyword government. Responsible... 
for monitoring the health of commercial banks and savings banks across the U.S. Uh, U.S. Okay, next sentence. I should learn how to read. Um, in its report, the organization's watchdog found that information used in Intrex was outdated and that in some cases agency examiners were not completing tests. Da 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 Not completing tests. Really? Wow. So I said, really? Boy, oh boy. No wonder why this happened. Did this happen at SVB too? We'll never know. Right. But I know I was covering a whole bunch of SVB when it broke. And it was just one bad story after another. <clears throat> That's got to be the story of the year right there when it comes to banks, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would say sure. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're telling me. That's a bit hardcore <coughs> right there. To add insult to injury, in addition, the study found that staff were not being kept abreast of latest cyber threat updates and that no training for examiners was offered to uh, reinforce Intrex procedures maybe they uh, by the way this is me talking now maybe they needed to start listening to TSB security now or other podcasts on their own time well you know because there are podcasts that cover the, the landscape and other aspects that they will find of value oh yeah yeah and and as we say every week Security is is no sleeping job. I breathe it. <laughs> I know. I wasn't lying when I said that. Uh, okay, continuing the quote. According to the OIG unclear procedures have also led to the Intrex examiners failing to file exam work papers properly end quote eh? oh no what do they do file fake documents or, or uh, you know 
It didn't, didn't say. Right. It didn't. Right. That's, so that's didn't all it said. Properly. So hmm. Hmm. That seems a little suspicious. <clears throat> mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Next quoted paragraph. By the way, I, I hate quoting these things, but I don't know how else to do this because I could try and write it up, but I think quoting's been seeming to be the better way to go. Yeah. After carrying out its assessment, the FDIC watchdog has recommended the agency take 19 steps to remedy its concerns with the program. 19? Yeah. There has to be more. I was going to say, that's a lot of steps to get through here. I don't even, did it say Nick? Do you remember if it said? Because I don't. I would have copied the list of stuff if it if it did, but I don't remember that being the I case. I don't know that it did. I don't think. No. So I'd be wondering steps, what what they're. I'd be wondering what they're, um, really recommending because uh, they they didn't say. All it said was I was actually looking for that. Going all right. We'll cover the 19 steps because I'm curious, but I don't remember seeing that at all. By the way, you can go look. The article is pinned just above your head. I mean, in the pinned heading links. In Club Deck. But I don't remember seeing. <clears throat> I don't remember seeing it. Otherwise, you know me well enough that I would have. <coughs> Yeah, it would have been included in here. Uh, While he's looking, uh, the FDIC has said it will carry out 14 of the 19 recommendations by the end of this year, but the watchdog says that actions taken by the agency to address its remaining five concerns have not been sufficient. My question so, is, why the hell are you going to take till the end of the year? My question is, why do 14 of the 19 is what my question is. Why don't yeah. you do all 19? Or, or you know what? And why what do you I have do? to wait till the end of the year? Why do you have to wait till the end of the year? Yeah, exactly. Why don't you do all 19 steps instead of only 14? I mean, because think well, about it, you know? Or, or, or at least maybe increase your steps a bit because there has to be more to your strategy than 19 steps. Okay? I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, you got to be on top of it. Why are you I sorry, don't. Preston? This is a this is a an open floor. Um, this is what this show well, is for. Uh, well, the we're reason, talking well, the about it. Why, the reason why I said I'm sorry was because I didn't agree about what the 19 steps that they are no, I'm looking and I don't see them either. They're not on top. Okay, of so I'm not. So I'm not dreaming. No. Okay. You know me well enough that when I see a list of stuff, you know damn well I'm at least gonna cover them. Yeah, yeah I for sure. It does not look like it's there. Nope. S- shame on you, Cyber Scoop. 
Although... I want to know what the 19 steps are. I think we all Maybe would, there's something I need to do, be, to do better. Good point. We can all learn. But what I was going to say right. is that when you're dealing with government, they tend to be very anal about not reporting these kinds of things, and they really should. Because it's not like we're talking about national security secrets or anything, but... It's like... Or if this is for something that the public needs to know, which it is, they should be covering all of it. Well, apparently, I'm guessing then that the FDIC doesn't think the public needs to know. Well, they should. And you know CyberScoop well enough, as I do, Nick. Yeah. Because we've been covering CyberScoop stuff for years. Yeah. You know? If they're going to, they do a good job on their reporting, and I'm not about to bash CyberScoop. Same here. So they probably weren't told what those steps were, so that, no wonder we don't have them. Remember that one article we had, and we were listing a bunch of file types and and things when I had all these lists, and I listed some of them? (laughs) Right. And I said, this isn't the entire list, folks. But that's what I was looking for here. And I'm not blaming CyberScoop for that, but come on, FDIC. They need to report that, so that way people can take the steps if, uh, if on their end to make sure they stay as secure as they can as well as the government or the bank itself. Maybe they're not using two-factor. Oop! Maybe not. And they are ashamed to admit it, if that's the case. Yeah. Maybe they're not using two-factor, but they tell us to use it, but they don't have to. No, no, no. We don't have to do that. We're just fine. Or, Or maybe their systems are not up to date with the most... Current security patches. That's a good one. But they tell us we need to be up to date, but they don't Uh have to. Do we pay attention to what they're updating? No! Heck no! Oh, no. Oh, and um, that email that's telling me that my boss is stranded in Malawi and needs $50,000 wired. Oh, that's legit. I better do that right now. <laughs> How would you like that be? How would you like that sent? Bitcoin? <laughs> oh, well then I'd better go get a they get a Bitcoin wallet. I better just figure that figure that out right now. I mean, he's in trouble. <laughs> You're going to need about two and a half Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> At least. <laughs> At least two and a half. Yep. Right. Come on, man. Uh, let's see. We're our old next paragraph. Okay. Last year, the CIO resigned from his post. It's a link within the article. Yep. An opinion piece was published in Bloomberg, which is also linked. I don't. I wasn't clear. Was this the CIO of the FDIC? 
I'm thinking so. I'm, I, I didn't read the length ordeal because I just didn't have the time. I tend not to follow links like that because it, it just leads to more stuff and then we got to cover it all. That could turn into five hours. Yeah. Easily. Totally. It seems to me that the FDIC CIO... Wait, what does that stand for? Um, <laughs> Chief... Chief something. Information officer? I think so. That would make sense. Yeah, oh yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, Chief. That does sound right. Okay. Information okay. Alright, we're good. Um... To read more, please feel free to read the entire article found in our show notes and even linked items if you wish. And that's how I have it written because there's so much linked material here that it's just, it's hard to cover. Uh, um, yeah, so we'll open it up for discussion. They need to get their shit together. So there you go. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. They need to get their shit together. I agree. <laughs> and who knows? Maybe I mean, some of them are still running, you know, Windows Seven, Windows ninety eight, Millennium. Oh, some systems maybe. Two thousand. Yeah, screw. It. Let's go back to just having running DOS. Yeah, maybe somebody is. Maybe there's a actually. Actually, they would be fine in DOS. <laughs> <laughs> they would be fine in DOS. Might even be a Windows XP system somewhere in there. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That very well could be. Very well. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean. I found it hard to even cover this because there was so much linked stuff. But, like, just going through it, you, you, there's just, like, red flags all over the place and no affiliates. We're going to try and keep this to four hours. We're not going to go over unless we absolutely have to. So don't worry. You'll know ahead of time if that's the case. We're well within our time. I know, I can, I, I'm watching the time. Oh, yeah, we are. We're only in our second hour. Actually, uh, But, guys, like how bad... I mean, how bad is this? Oh, they got a they got a lot of work that needs to be done. I mean, yeah. I agree with Terry. It, it is so frightening to see. Oh, it's frightening. I mean, very, very frightening. Very frightening. I think... And you thought I went off on... Um, Whatchamacallit bank? SVB? I'm surprised you didn't go off yeah. on this one yet. I think I mean, well, this is FDIC. They've been around for as long They basically govern like, everything. You know, every bank yeah. that's in the U.S. It's, you know. I know they are a government entity, but I really think they might want to connect with no before to implement the, They need uh, to connect with Nova for uh, one of the leading uh, companies in cybersecurity right, training. Right. Because mm -hmm. uh, a few weeks ago, you showed me the 
podcast and you sent it to me of like one of the things that they do to test employees in terms of phishing awareness. Oh, that reminds me. We need to play that. We mentioned that last week, right? Oh, yes, we did. We did. Now, while I get that up, while I get that up, um, I'm going to put my mic on the internet stream on mute. But go ahead and talk about this because it it, it talks about it, it it's in relativity to last week's topic. So uh, go ahead, please, while I go find it. So absolutely, it is because one of the things, of course, that we discussed last week is again how email is a preferred method and you can see why because it's easy it's cheap there's what we called infobesity where people really aren't looking closely at what's flowing into their inbox or they're you know they're really not taking the time to pay attention and so what no before is doing is setting up and implementing this system where it's an ongoing training program where various employees slash corporations are taught this is what you look for and keyword that it's Ongoing. It's not just one of those, oh, here's one training and you forget about it. <laughs> because obviously the phishing tactics and the phishing emails, they are becoming far more sophisticated, yeah. much more clever, and therefore more difficult to spot. Yeah. So one training once a year, sadly, in this landscape, will not cut it. Should be a weekly training course, in my opinion. It's a weekly training course. Given how quickly this evolves, I'd have to agree with you. Yeah. Once a week, you get on, you do your training, and, or, you, or you go to a seminar. One of the two. And... Uh, Yep. And I think I did find it. And um, this and uh, there's a Fisher feature um, called the Security Coach, which they have. And if you make a mistake, they will come in and say, "Wait, uh, you just." did this we blocked this because of that yep and um there's security coach and there's there's other things um and it's a seven minute listen very fascinating was it i think it was about seven minutes it's about that long yeah this comes from the cybercrime magazine over at cybercrime.radio this is not 
part of the Jaron Reimer network. That, uh, Scott Schober is part of this. We are giving them credit for this play, which we're about to play uh, live, both on the stream and in Clubhouse. And um, any sponsorship are theirs and not of the JRN. I don't remember if this has a sponsor in it. I'm trying to remember now, uh, too. You might as well just say just to cover your butt, just because, yeah. This is the CISO show, fishing simulation, sponsored by Nobefore. Is that the right one? Yes. Okay. Then let's play it. I'm Steve Morgan, founder of Cybersecurity Ventures and editor-in-chief at Cybercrime Magazine. As part of our ongoing coverage on phishing simulation, we recently spoke to several top experts about how they see it. But before we check in with the CISOs, we caught up with James McQuiggan, security awareness advocate at Nobefore. Anybody that has an email in your organization has that proverbial key Uh to the electronic front door for your employee. They have that ability to open up the door if they click on a link or open an attachment and let the cyber criminal come in bypassing all the technology firewalls, your secure email. Totally silent. So it's important that you're educating (laughs) your users, you're taking them through those simulations and you're doing it frequently. Doing it once a year isn't going to cut it. It's like going to the gym. You can't just go to the gym one day out of the year and expect to be all toned and healthy. You've got to be doing it frequently and it's got to be uh, repetitive, whether you're doing it weekly, whether you're doing it a couple times a month, but going through and doing that for so that way it sits and gets remembered. You develop that muscle memory for your users. So that way, when a real phishing email comes in, they'll be able to spot it, they'll be able to recognize oh, what the problems are, and then send it in to your team right, and you know, have them where you'll be able to uh, get it taken care of. Simon and Garfunkel. If it were measured as a country, then cybercrime, which is predicted to inflict damages totaling $8 trillion globally in 2023, would be the world's third largest economy after the U.S. Of course, and China. there's a parody Evidently, of that, the sound of Starbucks. posture is top of yes, mind for many organizations. Alyssa Abdullah, a.k.a. Dr. J, Deputy CSO and Senior VP of Emerging Corporate Security Solutions at MasterCard, the second largest payment processing corporation worldwide, told us that one of the most crucial elements of an organization's cybersecurity defense strategy is phishing simulation. At MasterCard, we do monthly spear phishing training. In fact, it's probably one of the most aggressive places that I've been, which makes sense in financial payments and technology space. That message comes from the top down. That importance comes from the top down. Because even the presidents of the different business units or business groups have competitions amongst themselves on what the click rate is. That level of engagement increases the awareness. According to Nobefore's 2022 Fishing by Industry Benchmarking Report, 32.4% 32.4% of untrained end users will fail a phishing test. However, after a year of training on the Nobefore platform, that dropped down to just 5%. Omar Kawaja, 
former CISO at Highmark Health, a national health and wellness organization with more than $20 billion sure, in annual revenues, has seen how sure, valuable fishing simulations can be stuff. firsthand. Uh-oh. For the last several years, we have been sending out fishing well, tests. Well, it's okay, Terry. I mean, you one in which well. we said so, uh, we I have withdrawn some money from your bank account like, because um, we mistakenly wired more money than we actually owed you. And so you can imagine people can have a very stressful response to that as I was expecting, but I had to sit down with those folks and with my team to say, we're emulating the real threat actors. We're not coming up with these. We're not trying to dupe you. We're actually taking real fishes that are out there in the wild. And those are the ones that we're leveraging to send to you. So you're much better off if you're going to fall for one of these, to fall for one that's a simulated phishing email versus a real one. And it's much better to learn in practice than to learn when the odds are real. Humans aren't perfect. In the middle of a stressful workday, even the most observant and well-trained employee could accidentally click on a malicious link, consequently exposing their organization's most sensitive data. When we spoke to Keith O'Sullivan, former CISO at Standard Industries, in 2019, he told us that in these circumstances, what matters most is what happens after the malicious link is opened. Whether it be in a phishing test or in the real world, things haven't changed since 2019. People are going to click on something. It's do they alert the right people? Do they bring it to information security? When they click on a test, are they saying, oh, you got me, good one? Or are they hiding and running to make sure that you don't take away their access? I've seen a good amount of leaders in industry take that approach where they, you fail a phishing test, we take away your access. And I feel that draconian approach to security doesn't necessarily work because people will find a way to not let you know that they've done that. My focus is really kind of bringing that awareness as opposed to that draconian approach. With global cybercrime damage predicted to hit 10.5 trillion annually by 2025, phishing simulation is absolutely crucial to every organization's security training program. Laura Diener, CISO at Northwestern Mutual. Okay, they're getting it. They're getting it on the stream. I just checked. Companies in its industry, according to Fortune Magazine's annual survey published in 2022, says that the key to getting through to employees is not only education but leading with empathy. All of us security types need to practice some empathy and utilize every moment to educate someone regardless of what they do. So instead of faulting someone for falling for the fish when you're doing your simulations, if you do them regularly, really focusing on what role certain people play and how they would be targeted and then educating them on like you may actually, because of what you do, get a different type of fish. So let, let us educate you on what to spot in that situation. For more information on phishing simulation, including the latest facts, figures, and statistics, which convey the magnitude of the cyber threat we're up against, visit us at cybersecurityventures.com. This special production is sponsored by Nilbefor, the world's first and largest new school security awareness training and simulated phishing provider that helps you manage the ongoing problem of social engineering. To learn more about our sponsor, Nilbefor, visit nilbefor.com. All right, guys, uh, what do you think? I just turn on the stream and wow. But the, the thing was playing right in here in the clubhouse, so that wasn't necessary. Um, Actually, it wasn't. It, it wasn't. wasn't. It was not. It wasn't. We are like 10 I seconds. I heard it in... I didn't hear it. My ears. Weird. 
Okay. Yeah, we heard about ten seconds and then. Yeah. I wonder. Really? Yeah. I wonder if because I muted so that you guys can hear it. Oh. Oh, I'm wondering if you muting muted the thing. All right, so let's do this. Let's do this to give everybody a fair chance to hear it. I'm going to um because I think your chatter also came in over you know over the internet too. Oh yes, it did. So what we're gonna do? So what we're gonna do is we are. Windows M. Desktop folder view list two. Very shortcut seventeen of seventeen. Islezilla nine of seventeen. We are going to play it again. Menu bar, file, file, copy, current, and site manager, enter, menu bar, H, leaving menu bar, site, level and one, box, enter, host, edit, hold, plus H. I am going to... Not selected, the juke, the juke, the juke box. Context menu, oh, add files to queue. Take club uh, house off the air. And I'm going to play it for them and stay unmuted. And I'm also going to play it directly for the stream. And this way, everybody can hear it. And I didn't realize that it wasn't playing for them because I stepped away because I needed to. <laughs> so... Technical issues aside, let's do this. I'm Steve Morgan, founder of Cybersecurity Ventures and editor-in-chief at Cybercrime Magazine. As part of our ongoing coverage on phishing simulation, we recently spoke to several top experts about how they see it. But before we check in with the CISOs, we caught up with James McQuiggan, security awareness advocate at Before. Anybody that has an email in your organization has that proverbial key to the electronic front door for your organization. They have that ability to be open up the door if they click on a link or open an attachment and let the cyber criminal come in, bypassing all the technology that you've got set up with your firewalls, your secure email gateways. So it's important that you're educating your users, you're taking them through those simulations, and you're doing it frequently. Doing it once a year isn't gonna cut it. It's like going to the gym. You can't just go to the gym one day out of the year and expect to be all toned and healthy. You've gotta be doing it frequently, and it's got to be uh, repetitive, whether you're doing it weekly, whether you're doing it a couple times a month, but going through and doing that frequently so that way it sits and gets remembered. You develop that muscle memory for your users. So that way, when a real phishing email comes in, they'll be able to spot it. They'll be able to recognize what the problems are and then send it into your team and have them where you'll be able to uh, get it taken care of. If it were measured as a country, then cybercrime, which is predicted to inflict damages totaling $8 trillion globally in 2023, would be the world's third largest economy after the U.S. and China. 
Evidently, defensive posture is top of mind for many organizations. Alyssa Abdullah, aka Dr. J, Deputy CSO and Senior VP of Emerging Corporate Security Solutions at MasterCard, the second largest payment processing corporation worldwide, told us that one of the most crucial elements of an organization's cybersecurity defense strategy is phishing simulation. At MasterCard, we do monthly spear phishing training. In fact, it's probably one of the most aggressive places that I've been, which makes sense in financial payments and technology space. That message comes from the top down. That importance comes from the top down because even the presidents of the different business units or business groups have competitions amongst themselves on what the click rate is. That level of engagement increases the awareness. According to Nobefore's 2022 Fishing by Industry Benchmarking Report, 32.4% of untrained end users will fail a phishing test. However, after a year of training on the Nobefore platform, that dropped down to just 5%. Omar Kawaja, former CISO at Highmark Health, a national health and wellness organization with more than $20 billion in annual revenues, has seen how valuable phishing simulations can be firsthand. For the last several years, we have been sending out phishing tests, and we had one in which we said, we have withdrawn some money from your bank account because we mistakenly wired more money than we actually owed you. And so you can imagine people can have a very stressful response to that as I was expecting, but I had to sit down with those folks and with my team to say, we're emulating the real threat actors. We're not coming up with these. We're not trying to dupe you. We're actually taking real fishes that are out there in the wild. And those are the ones that we're leveraging to send to you. So you're much better off if you're going to fall for one of these, to fall for one that's a simulated phishing email versus a real one. And it's much better to learn in practice than to learn when the odds are real. Humans aren't perfect. In the middle of a stressful workday, even the most observant and well-trained employee could accidentally click on a malicious link, consequently exposing their organization's most sensitive data. When we spoke to Keith O'Sullivan, former CISO at Standard Industries in 2019, he told us that in these circumstances, what matters most is what happens after the malicious link is opened. Whether it be in a phishing test or in the real world, things haven't changed since 2019. People are going to click on something. It's do they alert the right people? Do they bring it to information security? When they click on a test, are they saying, oh, you got me, good one? Or are they hiding and running to make sure that you don't take away their access? I've seen a good amount of leaders in industry take that approach where they, you fail a phishing test, we take away your access. And I feel that draconian approach to security doesn't necessarily work because people will find a way to not let you know that they've done that. My focus is really kind of bringing that awareness as opposed to that draconian approach. With global cybercrime damage predicted to hit 10.5 trillion annually by 2025, phishing simulation is absolutely crucial to every organization's security training program. Laura Diener, CISO at Northwestern Mutual, which was named one of the world's most admired companies in its industry, according to Fortune Magazine's annual survey published in 2022, says that often the key to getting through to employees is not only education, but leading with empathy. All of us security types need to practice some empathy and utilize every moment to educate someone regardless of what they do. So instead of faulting someone for falling for the fish when you're doing your simulations, if you do them regularly, really focusing on what role certain people play and how they would be targeted and then educating them on like, you may actually, because of what you do, get a different type of fish. So let, let us educate you on what to spot in that situation. 
For more information on fishing simulation, including the latest facts, figures, and statistics which convey the magnitude of the cyber threat we're up against, visit us at cybersecurityventures.com. This special production is sponsored by Nobefore, the world's first and largest new school security awareness training and simulated fishing provider that helps you manage the ongoing problem of social engineering. To learn more about our sponsor, Nobefore, visit nobefore.com. The Security Box with Jared Clubhouse will be coming back on the air. Please give us one second. And now, Clubhouse, you are on. Sorry for the technical. I learned something new today. So uh, as long as we make mistakes and learn, we're good. Now, uh, let's discuss this six minute piece. Volume level 44. I, as I said earlier, have to agree that it needs to be a regular, repetitive thing. I mean, I like that line of the. You can't just go to the. One day a year and just expect to be toned and everything. Yeah, I, like that. yeah I I agree. Because as the old saying goes, practice is perfect. And yep. how are you going to get better at your strategies if you, if you don't like keep them in check? Dropbox 100 and Windows right. fully charged. What running applications? Fully charged. Dropbox 172.4.755. What's that? Radio is now reporting that people are stealing small items out of out of your cars. <laughs> Oh, dang. Where's my phone? Here's my phone. Desktop shutdown site. Find out by. Please shut down you. Thieves are stealing cars using old Nokia phones. It looks like a desktop speaker or an old Nokia cell phone. But that's a disguise. Inside these small devices is everything car thieves need to break into your vehicle. There are Telegram channels now where? For a few thousand dollars. So, uh, we'll probably pass this around to Terry and Nick on iMessage and see if we ought to cover this, but I guess uh, devices as small as your phone can now be used to steal your car. Wow. I am not surprised. I'm not either. Me neither. What is this world coming to? Apparently more crapola. I mean, we already talked about juice jacking again last week, so yeah. I know. I caught the I caught the archive. And what did you think about juice jacking, Preston? Since we're sort of in an open discussion. Um, well, so go ahead. to be honest, my the term juice jacking was my first uh, time hearing it. it. Was on this very program, and I thought it was me too. The first uh, time was, I heard about it was. Uh, just before it came to this program, but go ahead. It, it was it was kind of interesting to learn, and 
Now, I don't know anyone who 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 will do it. Obviously, when they take a look at this program, they know not to do it because they're going to be a bunch of stupids. But I I like my phone the way it is. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to sacrifice one stupid mistake just to have a missing line of communication. Yeah. Go ahead, Terry. Well, I wouldn't want to do that either. Make mistake and do some juice jacking. That would not be good. No. I'll pass, thank you. I never saw a USB connection at any place where I needed to charge, and that was with my 5S, and normally I just went to the Starbucks, and I carried one notification. my USB one notification. Messages. Thursday. with me, and I either carried my wall war, or I had my own device with me, and I plugged in over there. You and uh, there, there, there weren't um, USB ports there. So I think I've never seen them. And when I heard about this, I'm like, really? And then I saw another article, and I posted that to the list, and um, Nick mentioned it to me. I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna blog it and say, here's another article on this. If you want to see another angle on it but that's really all I was going to do personally anyway. I would rather just take my phone take a battery with me and be done with it because that's um, what they recommend right oh. and actually you know when I do go to karaoke or community events or whatever that's why I'm thankful and blessed I own a couple portable chargers actually maybe I have three that's what the, that's what those are Yep. So, uh, yep. Uh, I'm already. I have a two USB port thing right here. Oh yes, those are the those are the best. Minus three and uh, the twenty-seven thousand ma. So it will hold up at least six charges. Yeah. And I have another 20,000, but that was, I think, honestly, that was a waste of money. Because it doesn't really work like it should. What uh, else do you guys have for the open forums section? I think that point about leading or leading with empathy was pretty important because I could absolutely see how some employee just unknowingly clicks clicks on a phishing link, oh, you failed, your access is gone. I mean if you teach that way, I mean yes, you are instructing, but in the future, you know, some other employee knowing that that's what happened to one of their colleagues, you're gonna go, gee, why, why should I come forward? Like, 
why should I come forward and tell anyone that I did that, knowing that I'm going to lose my access? <laughs> right. That's yeah. why I'm kind of glad they have that training now. So right. That way people can understand, like, oh, this is what fishing means. This is what it can do. This is what to look for. And, and that's what the security yeah. coach is supposed to be there for. Yeah. Hey, you clicked on a link. We blocked this link because it leads to something where you can... Here's what you need to spot. And it's sort of a, uh, a training tool. Uh, yep. that they developed and yep. um, that is definitely uh, something if maybe I ought to call them and see if I can get my or, or contact somebody and find out if I can get my hands on that because uh, if I could get that implemented like on our network where we where we run yeah I could click on things and learn yeah right and and I don't have to then I don't have to be so guilty as to I'm not clicking on these you know I mean we basically blocked a lot of these domains because all I see coming from them is spam malware and phishing so yeah logguitar.shop <laughs> logguitar yeah logguitar.shop we blocked the entire .shop domain because I don't nobody that uses it I don't either. And um, all I see coming from it is spam. So just block the entire TLD and be done. Yeah. Right. If it's a common one, I get it. Don't block it. But if it's one that you definitely see nothing but spam coming from the TLD, just block it at the spam source. Using the tool that you have. So my provider's done that. But boy, when we get to the open forum, when we get to that open letter, and no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna uh, reveal the company name because, uh, well, people know, but I'm not gonna do that to them publicly. Wow. So yeah. that was something, huh? That was. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's delete April 20th out of here. Okay, guys. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about Podcast 141 while I have the whole group here. What did you think oh, yes. of that Dark Bit article? That is a scary one, as they always are. But And they were targeting universities, if, according to the notes I have here. Yes. I forget who wrote it, though. I'd have to go look. I mean, they're all scary things, but... 
Should I be surprised? No. I don't think so. No. I'm getting a no from all, I'm getting I'm getting a no from all three of my ears over there. It <laughs> You know, it, it, or at least two it, out of the three. I mean, it's kind of like what it's kind of like what we've been talking about over the past 3 years you've been doing this, Jared. Anything can happen in this space. And when you talk about something extreme as this, then no, we should not be surprised. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Terry, uh, what are you thinking over there? <sighs> I am just thinking, <laughs> what a wild show. Hey, Terry, I'm just saying, if you think next week's show is going to be intense, wait until 143, because I feel our numbers are going to go up. Mm. Yes. More up. I mean, I'm not, I, I don't mean to brag on it on Jared's statistics, but I'm just saying. <laughs> well, that doesn't mean anything. They could be interested and then something might come up. at least I'm sh being shown now what's of interest and yeah that's gonna be something else but this show was something else minus the technical ordeal I didn't realize that it was gonna work that way but hey I now learned I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, okay. yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, like, so. Muted it, and I'm like, I don't hear you. I heard it for a second. And maybe gone, in like, time, the they'll put an update out. We'll see. Yeah, maybe in time, they'll fix that, where you can actually mute and still stream. Was, uh, yeah. I was maybe, still maybe. hearing it in my ears when I got back, which I assumed why. I'm like, why are they yapping over there? It's all good. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. Next week, Dark Bit. Mm -hmm. Now, could they be as dangerous as Lockbit? Do we think there's any similarity between Lockbit and Darkbit and all of that, Nick? Um, aside from the name, I'm not really sure there is. They, as many ransomware groups tend to be, they could be more dangerous or just as. All right, fair enough. Preston, yeah. what do you think? Uh. In my opinion, they one notification. Both Heckle, one notification. Could be Heckle. similar. That's Sandra Love's Green Lock. But um similar, okay. That very well could be, I don't know. We, we 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 may have to dig our toes into this, but I have a kind of an interesting feeling, so 
Okay. Then I mean, even the name sounds a little daunting, so I mean, uh, yeah, could be just that's, as dangerous that's what I or, thought. or, or uh, even more dangerous. <clears throat> Isn't that something? Mm-hmm. And I can just imagine that one day we have some group that calls itself Bitwipe or like. Bit wipe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, to all you ransomware groups out there, I did not give any ideas. No, 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 no. Bit wipe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you could. That's like some of these coins Terry was mentioning. We're not giving anybody any ideas. No. no. I'd rather not give anybody any idea. <laughs> no. No, if I see one day either a cyber scoop or you know, some other like a commando or Krebs on security article about new malware gang bit wipe. <laughs> like, if what Jared up? calls me and says that, I'm like, we're going to have to cover this. Yeah, yeah for awesome. sure. <laughs> or, or actually, you know, to be honest, I think it's going to be one of those times where we talk about it. But then we move over to the the independent artist channel to cover the rest of it because it, it's going to be a yeah. three, it's going to be like a four hour conversation. I I'm afraid. Oh, I with throwback. Yeah, we probably have to do it on that channel <laughs> that day probably. <laughs> you have to be no. kidding me. They called themselves what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's what I I only thought of that. I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, and the title Nick of said the- what? In the title of the, the file that I get, I hear it says, You have got to be fucking kidding me. They called themselves what? <laughs> yeah. I feel like. Or the introduction that. that starts the thing. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Right? Oh, man. Yeah, I definitely I think that's crazy. Like, I only thought you used wipes to, you know, wipe yourself with. I didn't think I'd be if, uh. Oh, well, Bitwipe will do that, just not in the way you intended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bitwipe, Terry. I don't even want It's gonna wipe your bits. That's right. I, I don't even wanna I don't even wanna get that prescription. Bye 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 no, bye no. hard drive, bye bye computer. Right. Bye bye hard drive yes. Bye bye hard drive. No, See, I told you Nick has this. <laughs> uh, you can't forget the processor, it'd probably take that out too. I mean totally disable your computer. Oh yeah, it will. You know what I'm saying? So It will. It will. Your operating system's gonna be gone. Time yeah. Is a new one. <laughs> and then they're gonna want to ransom. It's not gonna be just wiping your oh, shit. Oh yeah, no. It's just Don't it's gonna Bitcoin. wipe your shit, and then it's gonna uh, <laughs> and then they're gonna want to ransom. Where they claim <laughs> that you'll get it back, 
Even though you won't. But wait, right. there's more. You will get your product back at launching pass in Bitcoin. No, and then you pay you. Up. Just kidding. Oh, no. Or what they will do. Oh, I can actually see this one. This I hope this never happens. Or, yes, you can. You'll get your supposedly computer restored if you pay the ransom. But. If you work with us, that also means that that you know maybe you could get even more. It's like, and you can make money if you work with us. <laughs> oh, jeez. So they're gonna recruit. Yes. Yeah, recruit. Yeah. And you know, it might start out as um, if you want to be an emailer and get. I've seen these like emailers needed. Like five hundred dollars a day. It's like, oh great! Now we're recruiting spammers. Lovely. I mean, yeah. Oh, and by the way, uh, we're not pay we're paying you in Bitcoin. We're not paying you any other way. So you're, you're pretty much screwed. Yeah, and so it's uh, uh, there are Bitcoin ATMs. There are ways that you can convert it to U.S. dollars. But we're not gonna tell you about that. You're gonna have to figure that out on your own. Definitely. My exact point. Yeah. Well, then maybe I might as well just <laughs> use PayPal and you'll pay me. However, you pay me um, within <coughs> PayPal, and then um, at least I, I think that's how it would work, right? <laughs> Probably. If I. If I and then I'll just form? use, and then I'll use PayPal to convert it, and it will be, it'll be there. So. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because PayPal is probably the only one I would trust. Oh yeah. Same here. Yep. Some of these other guys, which you'll read in your respective books, especially when you get into uh, the one I'm reading, will talk about how some of these uh, currency exchanges went bye bye. Oh, Mount <laughs> And we talked about them throughout this show. What was the last one that took a major one? Um, I don't know if it was the last one, but I know the big one that everybody talked about was FTX. Yeah, I do yeah. remember that. FTX, yeah. That was the last big one. Yeah. Maybe the banks should take a take a uh, a page out of them, right? You want to stay alive like some of these guys, right? Maybe. And I by mean, the how? way, SVB wasn't the first one. I think wasn't there another crashed bank right yeah. after SVB? I think Signature Bank. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what I, I was. think. I I believe that's right. Because I was reading some things about it and it was ugly. Yeah, there's really three that I know of that uh, either gotten taken down or breached. So. Uh, yeah. I know two at least that I know I've got owned and uh, one 
speaking of names, I mean, we've, we've got Fancy Bear. What if one day there's some... I could just see another ransomware gang calling themselves like to really throw people off. The ransomware gang today dubbing itself Chicken Soup. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Chicken yeah. Soup or, or maybe Chicken Wing. Uh, yeah. Oh, chicken, chicken wing. wing would be more. Chicken, chicken, chicken wing, you're right. <laughs> well, actually, no. If you're talking about malware, it should be chicken strip. <laughs> it could, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or lobster tail. Chicken soup strip. Lobster tail. Anybody? Lobster tail. Oh yes. <laughs> Lobster tail. Mm. <laughs> that would be an interesting one. If I ever seen something, if I ever got a call from Jared, oh yeah, by the but way. But you know who names these guys, right? The people who research them. You know, Microsoft, Trend yeah. Micro, uh, yeah. and some of the other you know known researchers through the that we've talked about through the years. That's how they get named. <laughs> Or you see it, but yeah, they're gonna have to do chicken something next, cause uh, I know they've already got you know they have animals covered pretty well. They've got yeah. you know they've got wanna cry already, which was <laughs> yeah that was that was awful. Or wanna or cry was it, covered in in uh, another, sa- uh, in uh, sandworm in sandworm black Betty black Betty. Oh, wow. Okay, so now you're going to go into song names. Okay. <laughs> yeah, song names. Uh-huh. That's actually a meal, too, though, I think. Actually. I think... Wait, no, I think it's a brown Betty. Oh, maybe it is brown Betty, but... Maybe that's yeah, brown Betty. Mm. Which well, I didn't... Too. I didn't know what it was before, but now I actually kind of... I heard a broadcast about it. Yes, they have Crumbles, brown um, Betty's... And bustles. Well, now they got to start naming them after desserts. This <laughs> cake, this brownie, double fudge, this. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> we're never going to think of dessert the, the same way. When I order a brownie, I'm never gonna. When I order a brownie from somewhere, I'm never gonna end up thinking that. Thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, some researcher decides to double group like pumpkin spice or something. Oh yeah. god! They're gonna be and then and then, and then I'm gonna email them going, wait, uh, pumpkin spice is in October. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> Or they can name it something like Vanilla Bean or something. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, Vanilla Bean. Coconut Latte. <laughs> oh, God. The Coconut Ransomware Group. <laughs> the Coconut <laughs> Ransomware Group. <laughs> <laughs> and you have, they have a logo. That, that on, just like, hit oh, me in the head. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course, we could also have, um, oh, pancake, of course, what it would do to your system. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Actually, I, you know yeah, and I don't eat pancakes much anymore. I, I haven't eaten pancakes in, like, years. <laughs> right, same here, actually. 
Or waffles, for that matter. Same here. I mean, here. I, I have egg biscuits and egg McMuffins. But they better not use eggs, or I'm, I'm going to oh, tell my God. guy, don't no. buy me egg anything no. anymore. I'll oh, eat no, what no, I, no, egg, no. the eggs I have here. But uh, oh, after that, no more. He goes, why? I said, because they just named a ransomware <laughs> group Egg Souffle. <laughs> or a <laughs> Oh, or um, somebody would name a ransomware group. Ransomware grip toaster box or toaster strudel. Oh no! Toasters. You know I sense. haven't had, and I don't have a toaster oven, so I don't eat those anymore. <laughs> or to oh no, better name toaster scramble, like what it does to your system too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, toaster oh, scramble. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, speed up pancakes. I also got a weird ransom name. How about uh, for maple syrup? We'll call it. Uh, m- um, maple junga. Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one. I like it. I mean, not. And then they're gonna start. And then they're gonna get to this podcast, and they're gonna go. You know, we like these ideas. Let's just hope they don't get into condiments like Sweet Baby Ray's or like uh, oh, Sweet Baby oh, Ruth's no, or, or, actually, or, or um, Twix. No, I could actually, <laughs> unfortunately, what you just said, based on past experience and history, there could be one called Sweet Baby. Oh no! Oh, oh God! But I bet you the baby ain't sweet. No. <laughs> Why not? Here's my ba- here. Here's something you want to run, baby Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> right. Runs the baby Ruth encryptor. <laughs> or, or better yet, or better yet, Hershey kissed. Oh, Hershey, ki- Hershey so just dead. got kissed. <laughs> well, or how about Butterfingers? Like you know, not knowing what you're clicking on when you accidentally oh, yeah. slip. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know the feeling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, there could be some random somebody, some person who works on the wrong side of this, who maybe gets a hold of. Oh. These are really good. Uh-oh. These are really good. Let's see what we can do with this. <laughs> yeah, or. And then uh, we're gonna be reporting these, and I'm gonna say, Nick, look what you started. I know. <laughs> Like, oh no, there is the sweet baby group. Oh. The sweet baby group. Or the well, sweet baby malware. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, well, back oh. in the day when I started, it was all viruses, worms, and Trojans. Now it's all combined into a term called malware. Oh, yeah. And then, and then because, and then because of the fact that, um, they're asking for payment. That's where ransomware, ransomware. comes in. Yeah. Although ransom, if you look up the term, has been used well before computers because uh, you've heard you know shows like Dragnet and mm-hmm. you know like the Green Hornet and others where you know some moron will decide they're going to do something. And of course with Dragnet and the Green Hornet and some of these other you know OTR programs. 
yep. you know, were sort of like, you know, not necessarily cops and robbers, but it's like, you know, go catch the bad guy. Yeah. And then they call, like, the police, so they call, like, Johnny Dollar or, or the Green Hornet's office or whatever, and they're like, yeah, we'll give them back, but you need to pay us, you know, this much in ransom. <laughs> right. So, so a ransom sort of has a history. Or... Um, you could be the idiots in, um, I don't recommend it, The Hangover Part 1, who paid $82,000 and they get this guy who's not even the guy <coughs> they're looking for. Oh, yeah. Uh, that movie. Or you could listen to, what's that movie, or you could watch that, what's the movie I started that I sort of haven't really picked up again that talked about, um, the the uh, fact that they basically got swindled because they they went on a date and or or two and you know they kept asking for money and oh and, um, no and they like kept the girl got and they kept giving it oh. first of all yeah. I would never give money to somebody when I go on a first date yeah that's yeah. weird I mean that's just kind that of weird. weird to me I mean well, what's the it? name of that thing I, I'd have to go uh, open Netflix uh, to find the name of it yeah, now because it, it's still about. there but I don't I remember what it's it, called I don't remember um but I would never I mean okay if you had a girlfriend for like maybe a few months okay you know like, alright but but yeah, the first date. I mean, yeah. I, don't, no, but even, I don't remember if it was the first date, but I remember it was sometime after. And then, like, he was asking for thousands of dollars, and, oh, and no. uh, they no. would go out on these expensive trips. Uh, what's the great, name of that movie? I know they have dates from hell. That's on Netflix, but that's not the same thing. No, that's no. that's totally different. Yeah, that's different. I know. Um, I know what movie you're talking about, Jerry, but I can't think of it because I still know the name of that movie. Did I blog it? Let's see if I blogged it. Let's search movie. Look in 2020. Look in 2022. That would be most likely when you did. This is the first time I'm going to the blog today. I'm just gonna type movie and I'm gonna see if see if what it p- picks up here. Sexual will probably pick up a few posts, I'm sure. Let's see. No, not that one. Or they could have a new Mac malware called Apple Fritter. <laughs> oh! Oh, God! <laughs> Mm-mm, I have a better one. A new Mac called Apple Pie. Oh, yes! Or how about applesauce based, apple <laughs> based on what it does to your Mac? It just totally makes it yeah, mushy and it use, it useless. If I see any of these, if I hear about any of these, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> right. <laughs> hmm. Not finding it offhand. Why hasn't any group done this? The baby shark malware. 
And that, remember that? What's that song? Do, 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 do. What's that Baby song? Shark. Do, 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 do. What's that <laughs> song? Do, 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 do. Guess, What's so, that song? Literally, instead of... Um, oh, yeah. And so the way this could work, yeah, you accidentally click on the attachment, and you run it, and it starts playing until you pay the ransom. <laughs> and then as it plays for visual users that they'll see, they'll see a picture of a shark. Yes. <laughs> on your entire screen, and what you can't do anything. That's right. I don't know where it is because I, I thought I blogged it, but I can't find it right now. Hmm. If you all find it, we can talk about it next time. I forget the movie name because I put movie, but it seems to be giving me posts from all around the landscape. So I don't, I don't know why it's doing that yeah uh yeah boy that's funny talking about ransomware oh man and if any of them goes to pass i'm gonna have to fire nick right it's like like you did this they heard the podcast It would be interesting, though. It would be interesting. They're probably, which is probably why Microsoft ended up changing their name structure because they're running out of uh, out of names. Right. Oh yeah, of course. So wouldn't surprise me. Nice conversation. That's mm-hmm. great. Yes, we do have laughs on this podcast. That we do. It's not just all serious all the time. No. Right. That's why I love doing this show. Yeah. It, it, it's pretty much like a tipsy toppy roller coaster. Right. Oh, just like my brain. I heard a mm-hmm. group named the security box. Oh, no. <laughs> that'll be That'll be wild. <laughs> I would be like, what? Well, the problem is is that I don't have a trademark on this name. I just oh, call no. it that. Because I, I asked somebody, what should I call this show? And they're like, how about the security box? I'm like, okay. That would unfortunately be a great name for a piece of ransomware. That'd be an Sorry. unfortunate. It would. Because it, it would trick oh, so many people. It would. People think, oh, security, cool. Let's click on it. <laughs> and then, you know, you see this freaking box just come out of nowhere and untie your computer, and it's all big. You see, like, a master lock on it. Until you yep. pay six so you, Bitcoin. Six Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> at which price point? Because it's fluctuating at the moment. Mm, good point. Yeah. And then we could also have, oh, a piece of a piece of ransomware called Royal Flush. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> or it basically just takes all your files and just corrupts them all, or just them all. <laughs> yeah, it does the just, same kind of. It thing. just corrupts your entire file system except for yeah. the Windows operating system. Yeah, except it, it corrupts that too. Yeah, it, it'll corrupt your entire. OS. No, because it, if it corrupts that. Then it can't get a ransom. Oh, that's true. So, 
No, that's one of those things, though, where if one of those gangs were working on it, that would probably be in one of the prototypical models that would do that, and then they'd probably realize, oh, we have to have it exclude the operating system. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you need those files, sure, but if it's something like, well... You you need the Windows operating system. Right. No, I'm saying, like, without the... I I know the OS, but I'm saying, like, other files, if they're all corrupted, you can just, well, okay, well, if I need them, well, can't do much about it. If I need them, I've got backups (laughs) of them in Dropbox. That's right. And I'll just reformat and be done. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. Oh. Oh, that's too much. No. Okay. That was great. All right. All right. Thanks for the laugh. Sure. No problem. That was fun. <laughs> that was. That was great. It's Benedict. That's good. <laughs> oh. Raindrop. Yes. Raindrop. That would be another one. Gumdrop. Raindrop falling <laughs> on my head. Yeah, and you, you actually have, like, rain falling. Yeah. <laughs> on, the, on, on your the screen. Mountain. On your screen. <laughs> on your screen, yeah. You'll actually show it. There'll be and nothing then, there. It'll be a blank screen with nothing but rain falling. So it'll look like nightfall. But of course, yeah. what you'd also have is maybe maybe Snowball would be another one. And then it's like you watch like in horror as the thing gets bigger and bigger and the payload just keeps... Yeah. Executing and executing. Well, that reminds me of the one story that we covered where the um, files, like the 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 payload file, we covered this, Nick. Yeah. The payload basically expanded in size. Oh, it did. Yeah. I don't remember which TSB that was, but I remember uh, us covering think something it was, like that. Where I think it was recent. And it was recent. Oh my! What, was that a trend micro thing? I think it might have been. It was either a trend micro thing or a fish labs thing, or was it a cyber scoop thing? Because I know there was one where we kind of looked into the box and it had all these nasty pieces and ugh. Yeah. I don't know. Go search it out and let me know. And uh, we'll let people know what <coughs> podcast it was. The Sneezy. Okay, that was a bad ransomware group. The Sneezy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be... <laughs> Uh, Actually, okay, so I got one, one more. How about bubble gum yeah. drop? Oh, yes. Okay, then that would signify well, that it's some kind of dropper that drops things onto your system. Yes. So it drops random. And we know some of them have system. done that lately. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I.e., our evil. 
<laughs> yep. Um, what's the other one that that's been closed down? Oh, that that's being used to do that now. Oh, what's that? Cobalt. Well, no, not Cobalt Strike. No, um, no, that was a tool. Um, that's a tool. Uh, yeah, that's a. That's actually a legitimate tool we we found out. Yes, which I was very surprised by, but yes. Yeah. What was the one where they... Um, we'll have to probably do some research on this. Um, there was one where they um, basically use it as a, as a dropper for other malware. Oh, well, it seems like... As we said, multiple people are doing that now. Yeah. Raindrop falling on my head. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know what <laughs> I'm going to start dreaming <laughs> now. Oh, no, of course, now we're going to be seeing all kinds of nightmarish <laughs> ransomware in our dreams. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait. Instead of Nightmare on My Street by Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, yeah, it's Ransomware on My Street, or Whoa. or or Nightmare on My PC, <laughs> Nightmare on My PC. <laughs> <laughs> Except the part the part we're really gonna have to get out is the part where he goes and calls Jeff because a nightmare on my PC or ransomware on my street you're not yep. gonna be able to call anybody. No, you're not. You'll just see this. <laughs> no, I actually, gotta call Jeff and then be, no, and then be, and then all wait. It'll I be can't twisted. Call Jeff. It'll be twisted because then. Your phone, which isn't supposed to ring, randomly starts ringing, and you hear like the heavily accented Eastern European guy. Yeah, <laughs> going something like, "You, you have been owned. <laughs> I need you must three pay Bitcoin. me in Bitcoin right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> yes, kindly, kindly pay me in Bitcoin right now." <laughs> you will never see your computer again. <laughs> you will never see your device again. <laughs> and, 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 and all and all and, and all you could do is <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Mm, yeah, right. <laughs> Well, you'd be calling up Jared, your financial advisor. Mean, oh wait, you couldn't even call up your financial your advisor. You 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 got to do this on your own. Well, yeah, right. because now the phone's now screwed up too. Because yeah, because now that most of those phones are voice over IP, oh. so they're online. So your phone would get hit too. Right. Uh huh. Oh. Oh, but oops, I'm not running Apple. I'm running Android. <laughs> well, thanks to Apple's sideloading thing, that might not matter. That, so. that might end up changing come yes. this coming Agreed. year. I, I can't agree more. <laughs> uh. 
And our lovely 500 to 7 in the app department. Yep. We'll start, we'll start catching up. Yeah, well. Really, we, we've actually got another number. That's good. Uh, well. Yeah, it's like, we'll, we'll see about, we'll hear some about some app called Tickle Light that had to be removed because it had dangerous malware in it from the Apple Tickle. App Store. Tickle me. Tickle <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> It was supposed to be a kid's app. Though. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? He, he Oh, good segue. Instead of Tickle Me Elmo, it's going to be Tickle Me Ransom. Oh! Tickle Me Ransom? Tickle Me Ransom, yes! <laughs> no, it'd more, it'd more be like Infect Me Ransom. <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs> well, no, it probably. I think they would probably go for a name that's a little less obvious. Um, let me think here. What would they do? Like whole? Oh no, hug me or something. Hug me. I haven't been hugged in a while. Well, why do you want me to hug you? I don't even know who you are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get an well, attachment. I mean, they already had Wanna Cry. How about, you know. Well, laugh? that's what. Mel- Hold on a second. That's what Melissa was. Yeah. That famous worm in the early 2000s. It was supposed. It was I love you, love letter, or Melissa, depending on what. Wow. Yeah, I've del- uh, yeah, heard of Melissa. Yes. Mm-hmm. So how that worked, Nick, was you got an attachment, and it could have said something like, you know, um, you know, I miss you. Uh-huh. Um, you know, open this card. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. And um, depending on the antivirus firm, you got instead of getting a, a, a card, you basically got a, a virus. And then what it also did was use your address book to send it out to all of your contacts so it was a spreading Great. it was a spreading worm it infected you and it also spread itself how you miss me I don't know anybody by that name so how could you miss me right I don't miss you so uh, yeah. <laughs> no it, no that's what it said in the well, in the I'm email certain, it wasn't saying, it wasn't a name Terry I'm, I know but I'm saying like I don't even know who this is, so how can you miss me? <laughs> it comes from your contact. It doesn't come from... It, it would be coming from your very own contacts. That's yeah. Interesting. So, yes, I That's miss myself. That's how it worked back in the early days. Like, how can I miss myself? That doesn't make sense. Nope. No, it would be no, like... it's not coming from you. No, it would be coming from... It would be coming from me. Yes, or, or me. Or Nick, or Preston. Right. And then, of course, you talked to us about it. It's like, no, I didn't send you that. <laughs> no way. I mean, why would I say I miss you anyway? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. All right, that was that was a fu- that that was fun. That was. Mm. And random. Where did that come from? 
I have no idea. <laughs> oh man, no, that was great. Oh no, actually, I do know it. what I do know what prompted this. It was the fact that Lockbit and Darkbit sound so similar. Right. Yeah. And they do. Yes. And if you read the article, it's they sort of do the same thing. Uh, Jared, I have one more yes. for you. How about a group yes, named Yes, go Drillbit. ahead, please. A, a group named Drillbit. Yes. <laughs> oh, Drillbit. That'll probably be next. Oh, I should have known that was coming. Unfortunately, that's too I, good. I, 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 I had to do that's that one. That's too perfect for that what they good. will do to your system. That'll probably be this year. Uh, yeah, it'd be uh, this at year. least. Yeah. Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Oh, oh that was too much. <laughs> yeah, drill bit's coming next. Drill bit's coming. Drill next. bit will probably be next. Well, actually, we already had dark side, so dark bit is doesn't surprise me. Mhm, mhm. Oh, if drill bit comes, I guess I'm no longer a part of the team. So you know. Oh. <laughs> uh, why not, Terry? <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm the one that mentioned it on the on this network here. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> no, to make it clear, I'm not gonna throw anybody off uh, because they were the ones that came up with the idea. Uh, right. We don't know what they're gonna name them. They just named these they things. We have no them, control yeah. over it. Um. But yeah. Yep. And what do you guys think of what's going on in um, since we've been in open forum? What do you guys think of what's been going on with China getting in the mix with um, all of what's going on now with you know Russia and uh, China and um, Ukraine and and now that's a good what China wants to do to now? Yeah, that's. That's a scary one. I think there's going to be another World War Three pretty soon. Probably within yep. our lifetime. Yeah, we may be getting close. I mean, they say that, I mean, China's states that, oh, we're not going to give weapons, but you honestly believe that? Right. I definitely don't. Right. they actually been caught already, haven't they? I think they have, if I remember right. And, and haven't they done? Haven't they started doing cyber stuff that we covered uh, some time ago? Yeah. That got linked back to them. That's why Microsoft is changing things because uh, now we got Russia, um, you know, groups the. You know, Chinese and uh, what was the other one in that article that they they said was another big one? Oh, North, North Korea. Korea was it North Korea? North Korea. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Iran's also there. I well, yeah. Yeah. Iran, yeah. Vietnam, South Korea, I think is the other country. Yeah, yeah, but I think more North Korea and South Korea. And, and Kuwait better start learning what cybersecurity is. Yeah. Yes. I agree. Please. 
what not to do in cybersecurity. Oh my god. <laughs> right. Because the last thing we need is to have someone who catches this show and who may be serving overseas and have their stuff affected. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then they email and say, thanks for letting me know about this. I would have known about it sooner. Well, sorry about that. Um, problem is, <laughs> is that I do blog about these things and I have an email list, but I can only do so much. All right. Yeah. yeah. Right. You as the should do your part two as well as Mm-hmm. That's why cybersecurity. That's why I love Scott's book. Cybersecurity is everybody's business. I, I think, think that's, that's going to be, be my next one. Not mine. After Sandworm, I it's think not yours. Read that one. Yep. It's not Terry's. It's not Nick's. No. It's not Herbie's. It's not Chanel's. It's not. Anyone on any other network or station that isn't mentioned? Mm-hmm. It is everybody's. All of us have to play a part yep. in this. Or we're never gonna or, or we're gonna have a problem, actually. So far we've been able to skate it, but uh I don't know how much longer that's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. I they already targeted the US infrastructure. It's just a matter of time before they start targeting several states at the same time. And that was what I was saying when this whole uh Russia Ukraine thing came when, when I was asked, What do you think? I said I wouldn't trust Russia and China for anything. No. Oh. No way. And I said that publicly, and Preston was there to hear me say that publicly. Yep, I was. I I, I no. took notes. I, I, <laughs> I agree. I wouldn't trust it either. I uh. Uh-uh. Okay, it's two thirty. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think we went over. <laughs> we went way over. No, we're we're not over. Oh, it's not worth thirty here. <laughs> it's not. We're not over. Um, time, it's four thirty. It's four thirty Central Time, five thirty Eastern Time. It has definitely been fun. My idea of what do you guys think of the upcoming topics has definitely turned into a nice laugh. I appreciate that. That mm. it has. Um, what do you guys think of the next? What what are we doing next four weeks? Uh, it's definitely gonna be wild and interesting. That's my thought too. So, mm-hmm. Strap strap your seatbelts on, ladies and gentlemen, because if you thought today was intense, oh, you haven't seen nothing yet. <laughs> and don't forget to listen to the. Uh, Security hour with uh, Jerry. Yeah, I, I was gonna security hour too. Yep, so. I was gonna mention that Terry. So uh, if you if you want to hear Terry and I more, besides us coming in week in week out, we do have our throwback Saturday night show every Saturday at seven Central, eight Eastern, six Pacific, and all their time zones in between on Channel Two of ninety eight point six The Mix, and each show is archived at nine eight six Mix dot com slash throwback. Yep. Yep. And 
Dr. Jared is in the second hour giving you wisdom and making sure you are responsible on security hour. If I don't go eight first. Right. Right. That's the key word, because the last few weeks he's been going eight. <laughs> Depending and on the there is a category for that, by the way, where I do post the HTML version of the show notes. So uh, if they don't come through for RSS for you properly, then just go over to the blog at jaredtech.help and uh, find the throwback category, and you'll find all of the recent ones. Yep. And I do upload the show notes to the thing, so you should be able to get them on the server. Well, I see on the web it gives you the raw code, so I don't know how it displays elsewhere. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Because when, when I've been pasting stuff into my postings, I've been pasting the raw code. It's yeah, and it should work. It should, in theory, work. Okay. Well, gentlemen, it's been fun. It has. Amen. Another four-hour show in the can. Yeah. Yay! It's weird we didn't have a, a sound to drop something into the can. You know, just... <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I need to make some recordings. I actually need to make some recordings. Another show in the can. Another show... In the can. Well, I did have the um, I did have the school bell thing, but I quit doing that because it really didn't quite fit. I you should really have like you should have a much. sound of somebody dropping something into a garbage. You know, and just <laughs> another show in the can. Yeah, <laughs> along with the other things that you and I talked about. Right. Yeah. Well, it's time to get out of here. We're going to play about 25 minutes worth of music. If it turns out that we're running late and the um, networks need to cut us off, this is a good point to do that. Thank you so much for uh, coming on, guys. This has been a lot of fun. After yesterday, I really needed that. Oh, you're welcome. We're glad to And hopefully your some news. of you will be around. At least for the news hour. Oh yeah, I'll be around for the news hour on Wednesday. I don't know about the topic, but I do work. I'm hoping to get back to work on on Tuesday. So. Well hopefully you'll start feeling better. I yes. do. It's just my stomach is still a little hurts a little bit, but I think it's because I haven't eaten really much though. So. We're having dinner. We're doing chicken well, patties. So remember, Terry, water's your best friend. Oh, I've been drinking a lot of electrolytes, like Gatorade and stuff like that. So oh, good. Yeah, that, yeah. that's fine too. Yeah. Just don't overdo it. Yeah, no. Well, we shall see everybody next week. All right. right. Very well, then. Thank you all. Bye, everyone. Have a good day. Uh, what just happened here? Oh. We just lost Terry. No, you didn't. Oh, we thought you did. It opened, it opened another...
window for me. Oh, here we go. Let's try this. No, I didn't. All right. Drunkacuta from Panacea. Songs and Dances from Europe, East or West, a 2004 album. Sunshines by Plunkett. 14 Days is the album. It's a 2007 album. Just by Processor. Surface, a 2013 album. Positive Vibes featuring Mariana by Ross Tilo. Ross Tilo and Friends. Creative Commons, a 2012 album. Doria by Rhonda Lawrence. Movements in the Moment, a 2009 release. And our typical two, Hen House 5 plus 2 in the Mood and Queen, Another One Bites the Dust, are our tracks today. Looks like we'll be going a little bit over, but it won't be by much, as I do want to play some tunes to give you guys a round of what to expect on my independent shows. Except for the last two, of course. And until next week, I'm Jared Reimer saying thanks so much for listening. And make it a great day.
past some time since we've passed time I'd like some time to really talk a while but what do you been feeling how have you put some things in place still feel strange Break it down to one conscious compromise. Just that we grow and we change what feels right. Sun shines on my shoulders warm, and I remember. And I still feel close to you. I hope that you do too. It's past some time since we.
craqué, je me suis en allé Pour passer les frontières sans jamais me retourner Regarder la vie en face et la laisser couler Sans jamais s'arrêter, oui la vie m'a emmené J'ai traversé des fleuves et des villes animées Des forêts, des montagnes et tant de vallées cachées Et si j'ai fait ce chemin sans jamais m'arrêter C'est pour découvrir le plus précieux des trésors cachés De vivre la vie et de l'aimer Des voyages réels m'ont tellement inspiré Des voyages de l'esprit qui m'ont emmené Des voyages du cœur qui m'ont bien montré Que la diversité est d'une si grande beauté Tant de vagues positives dans le monde partagé Et toutes celles que tous ces gens m'ont donné Et si je suis ici, c'est pour les propager Pour les faire perpétuer Ouais, c'est la draga reggae Positive vibes all around in the air Love them, trust them, just be aware Make this groovy rhythm style your own And spread the vibes and the reggae reggae sound Positive vibes all around in the air Love them, trust them, just be aware Make this groovy rhythm style your own And spread the vibes and the reggae reggae sound Positive vibes all around in the air Love them, trust them, just be aware